This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us, of course, over on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the website features there completely free. Uh, Once again, that is freetalklive.com. Now, tonight, a little bit different uh, from the average Free Talk Live program in that, first off, we aren't in our regular LRN.FM studios, and secondly, we are on location at the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2012 edition. Of course, very happy to uh, to be here and be a part of this for what I believe is the fifth year in a row, I think, because we didn't move up here until late 2006, so we missed the 2006 Pork Fest. So uh, starting in 2007 was when... Uh, we began to appear at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and it's been a lot of fun every single year and just getting better and better. And uh, happy to see uh, some of our listeners out here at the event as the event just uh, kind of uh, is just getting rolling here uh, tonight. Well, We're this is the first day, and it actually didn't start until, what, 1 p.m. or something like that? I haven't that. the slightest clue. That's when registration began. I so see. Lots of people arriving at different times, even people arriving yesterday for the uh, Porkfest Day Zero. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I think that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that's uh, Porkfest fr- prime time. Not to you say mean this coming Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That's correct. Uh, but there's already hundreds of people here. Absolutely. In fact, uh, you and Stephanie were here last night for the, uh, for, I guess, Porkfest Eve edition of the show. Technically, the, it started today, but a bunch of people were here last night, as I understand it. Uh, from what I, I, mean, I wasn't here until this afternoon, but you guys came out early. I, did, I heard a, there were a, a, a fairly decent crowd oh, yeah. uh, here last night. So, uh, and I guess uh, Mandrick opened up his uh, kitchen early. He opened it up at, I guess, 8 o'clock last night. And Wise man. Business. Yeah, sure. So it was great. I was hanging out there myself. Uh, had some food after the show and had some this morning. Yep, I grabbed a burger after I got here and set up all the banners and uh, and such. But we're here, of course. We'll take your calls about anything as we always will. Uh, it is still Free Talk Live. The show still operates as it normally does. It's just that uh, we're on location at the New Hampshire Porcupine Freedom Festival. And some we're going to tell you, obviously, more about the Pork Fest as time goes on here. The, the guidebook, uh, the uh, I guess, you, what do you call it, itinerary, guidebook, uh, program guide? Program sounds good. This thing is humongous this year. I mean, it is almost an actual book clocking in at 40 pages. Well, there's so much to do. The real trick is to make it readable and understandable for people. Mm-hmm. So they have to know, what can I do at this, uh, you know, at this day at this time? So you're here with the family, uh, you and uh, Laura and Jack yeah. and the dog. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what were uh, some of the Edgington family activities today? Well, there were uh, things going, as I said, it's the start-off day. And so there were some crafts for the kids, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing. However, I went with um, another, uh, you know, another family to Santa's Village down the road. It's oh, a, yeah. It is a... It's like Christmas all year long there, right? It's a little amusement park, and it's really great. It's just my speed. I don't have to go on any of those uh, rides that make me ill or jolt me around. And, um, you know, they were, they were good for my four-year-old, and everything worked out. It was awesome. Great. So, I'm never going to do bumper cars again, though. I think, I, I think I've got a concussion. <laughs> You're getting old. Uh, so Santa's Village is, it's, it's, again, it's like Christmas all year round there, right? I suppose. I mean, yeah. Christmas is hot and in shorts. Right. Yeah. But they've got a little water park there and, and you know, all kinds of rides. Um, you know, not That's the rickety fun. kind. I mean, I went, on a, I went on the best Ferris wheel I've ever been on. I mean, it was, you know, it, it, didn't, it didn't sway at all. You know, you know Ferris wheels are always so making has, noise. Has Jack already encountered other kids his age? 
Here? Yeah. Oh, Jack thinks yeah. this is wonderful. This is the best, the best week of the year for him. Great. Uh, he gets to play in the playground, and there's kids uh, you know, all the time in the playground. Well, I think it's fair to say this is the best week of the year for a lot of people, sure. not just uh, people who are four. There are people of all ages here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and it's just, just a lot of fun to be around other like-minded, liberty-oriented people. And, of course, uh, this is the place to do it. It's going on all week long, so if you're not here yet, don't worry. You've got plenty of time to get here. We're going to be going all the way through Sunday, I think, it ends at noon, so there's plenty of time to come up and check out the Porcupine Freedom Festival, learn more about the Free State Project, which is the reason why everyone is here in the first place. Uh, the Pork Fest is, you know, if, it, if Pork Fest just stood on its own, it would be a really cool festival. There's live music, there's family activities, there's great people to hang yeah. out with, good food. It's the burning uh, man of the, uh, of the liberty community. You know, it really is. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so if it stood on its own, it would be a great festival. But it's more than just uh, what it is. It's put on by the Free State Project, which means that uh, the idea is we want to bring as many liberty-minded people all to the same place for good, not just for a week. I mean, it's cool to be here with all these people for a week, but it's really kind of an indicator of what things could be like uh, to some extent, uh, you know, in a, in a truly voluntary society, a society in which we don't have a, a go- people calling themselves the government with a monopoly on coercive force. What happens when people can consent and interact with one another? Or at the very least, what would happen if you could arrest the growth of governments? Because governments are agencies that grow. It's just like, you know, any successful organization is going to grow, and the government tends to be at least semi-successful in the area of uh, extracting money out of people. I mean, they, they say, well, you know, give us money or we're going to throw you out of your house or throw you in jail. One of those two. And people tend to pony up. So they're successful from their, you know, acquisition side um, when it comes to uh, doing business. They're terrible at uh, implementation. You know, whenever they're trying to build things, they tend to, it, the, one, the things that they do build don't fall apart immediately are usually overpriced uh, ridiculously. But, you know, they, they manage to, if, if you can just arrest the growth of one of these things, then the growth of the economy will uh, you know, make the government less and less significant over time. I see what you're saying, but I think that we need to set our sights higher and expect that we're going to be able to roll back the government, not just stop I, it from growing. Indeed, uh, you know what I'm. I'm. Sh- you shoot for your goals as you get them. So, uh, what does that mean? Well, you take steps along the way. Shoot for your goals as you get the them. first goal. I think you have to have a big is, goal out there that right. you want to reach. Sure, and the, but the first uh, step along that uh, goal is to get people elected, then get to start arresting the growth of government. Then you can talk about rolling it back or doing whatever. So once again, 855-450-FREE allows you to take control of the airwaves here as we are live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Uh, still to come here tonight, of course, there's you know stuff in the news and also interesting guests uh, with which we can speak. Uh, the third microphone is also here for anybody that just wants to step up, join in the conversation. Because normally, Free Talk Live is an open phones uh, panel discussion where you know we'll take your calls about anything. And so in the same way, we'll take your sitting down on our show about anything too and what do you call it when someone sits we'll take your guest seat an open mic yeah you are welcome to join us on the air if you're here at the porcupine freedom festival and uh assuming i haven't uh, put somebody else's guest up already right yeah i don't know what you're doing mark i don't know what you have planned you were asking me who i wanted so i felt felt that meant that you didn't know exactly who was going to be coming up is there someone coming up imminently I'm not there's no one scheduled great then there's an open seat but I've uh, got a bunch people of people coming to come up there's already a gentleman back here who is interested in talking so uh Eight five five four fifty free plus coming up. We get a chance. There's a letter to the editor that I wanted to share, and this was written to our local newspaper. This could be written anywhere, uh, where you live, for instance. The reason it was written 
is because of the uh, the peace vigil part of the parade that we did on Memorial Day. Remember, we talked about this on the mm-hmm. air. Uh, you, I, I think you were kind of questioning whether or not it was a good idea. You said you wouldn't have done it, I don't think. Uh, the, the stepping in behind the parade. Yeah. Um, At the know. very tail end of the parade, having four people with signs uh, that reference peace in a what was obviously a pro-war parade it on Memorial It was a bold Day. move, I've got to say. And it upset somebody, and that somebody decided to write themselves a letter to the editor. So I wanted to share that uh, with you. And also, uh, there's a great response that was written by Daryl Perry, who uh, we've had Daryl on the show a few times. He's also the newest blogger over at freekeen.com. I'm not going to read his response, because we'll probably end up covering some of the same ground. Uh, but he did a great job of writing back to this lady uh, in the, the local paper in, in Keene, New Hampshire. And actually, it turns out the woman uh, that wrote the letter actually lives down the street from me. So it's just one of those things. You, you live in a, a small place like Keene, New Hampshire, and people are not far away from you. No. Even those who uh, vehemently disagree. And I think that, that it's valuable uh, to be close to people, even those who disagree, because it makes them more human and it makes them more real and as opposed to just some random letter that shows up in a newspaper in sure. some big city. There's, uh, there's more to how people can interact when you can get to know who's who. So 855-453, I'll share that if we get a chance. We're also going to take people in here uh, on the guest mic. And, of course, you can join us live here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, the 2012 edition. We're here at Rogers Campground, the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. The view is absolutely spectacular. We'll come back with more and your thoughts as well. More Free Talk Live is next. There's a legendary piece of equipment in the radio world. It's the CC Radio 2. It has the best AM reception bar none, thanks to their twin-coil ferrite AM antenna. It also has stellar FM reception, plus ham and weather. I recently got one. It's the nicest radio I've ever owned. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane Company, their products are lauded for their quality by experts the world over. I highly endorse the C-Crane Company. Get the CC Radio 2 at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. <laughs> of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, and bring up anything you want, 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Joining you tonight, it is Ian here. And Mark. And uh, so we're live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2012 edition. Of course, uh, much to discuss with our friends that are here and people that we don't know yet. Uh, also, guests that we've had on before, I'm sure we'll have on again, and probably some guests we've never had on before as this uh, week continues and it's just getting started here tonight. Uh, you can go to porkfest.com to learn more about the event, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Uh, Mark, uh, do you have something that uh, you can tell me about? Sure. Uh, let me tell you about Bitcoins. Uh, they're the world's first potentially anonymous digital cash, and there's going to be lots of different uh, Alternative currencies being used here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and Bitcoins are certainly going to be one of them. You can find out more about Bitcoins by going to weusecoins.org. And you owe owe it to yourself because Bitcoins are changing the Internet. They're changing the world. Uh, This is a currency where you can send and receive money anywhere in the world without needing to pay any money or taxes or anything to anyone. Just send money and receive money. You sell something for 10 Bitcoins – 
you know, you send, um, then you'll get 10 bitcoins if somebody sends 10 bitcoins. It's, you know, there's no, no extra fees. And if you want to get uh, bitcoins and trade them for cash, all you have to do is go to bitinstant.com. You can have uh, bitcoins in less than an hour by depositing cash. At, there's at banks and Walmarts and uh, CVS. Uh, there's thousands of locations available across the United States. To buy your bitcoins with cash, first visit bitinstant.com. All right, so once again, 855-450-FREE. You can join us at freetalklive.com. You can sign up for news updates as well. To be kept in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, go to news.freetalklive.com and get signed up there. Once again, news.freetalklive.com. Coming up, a letter to the editor from somebody very upset about something that uh, that activists did by walking in a Memorial Day parade uh, with peace signs, and they didn't. Uh, this person did not like that very much. But first, we go to uh, our third microphone here, as uh, we have a special guest uh, with us tonight. And I believe it is—is uh, is it Phil? Is that right? It is. Uh, let me turn your mic on. That might help. Uh, Phil, uh, sit right in close on that mic, so uh, everyone can hear what you have to say. And I do mean close, uh, actually, really close. Thank you for that. Uh, so tell me, uh, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I was. Uh, I, am I on? You are. Oh, excellent. All right. I was uh, on the show a few months ago. As I uh, said a few months ago, I'm the president of Michigan Open Carry. We're a group that advocates for the lawful open carry of uh, firearms, open mm-hmm. handguns, rather. Um, this do, you, do you not have that in Michigan? You don't have open carry? You do we have do. it. Okay. Absolutely. And this is a real quick shout-out, because I know someone listens to the show a lot. His name is Jared. He's one of our members. We don't oh, normally do shout-outs on, okay. uh, on Free Talk Live. We'd rather talk about important Absolutely. things, because uh, if everybody came on and did a shout-out, then it would be pretty... You know, bad to listen to that. So, uh, so tell me more about your organization. It sounds like you're trying to encourage open carry in order to preserve the right to open carry because it's not illegal. It's, it's not illegal, and uh, we um, we want to show people that uh, good people carry handguns also. Mm-hmm. But um, something happened last week. Um, there was a J- Jesse Jackson. Many of you may have heard that he's organizing uh, events around the country. Uh, guns out, jobs in. He's, his theory is, is that if you get rid of guns in an area, that jobs will come back, like Detroit. <laughs> so that's what has made people leave Detroit. But is what is, do you have any idea what he's based this theory upon? Uh, I mean, is there a working model of this? Just that, uh, you know, guns, guns promote crime. Okay. And, and uh, crime scare away uh, employers and businesses. Because I live in a town where I think every house probably has a gun in it, um, or the, the vast majority of them. And there's plenty of business being done there. I, it just doesn't seem like a – I don't see the correlation. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty ridiculous to suggest that guns promote crime. Uh, it would seem to me that a criminal, if they are intent upon committing a violent act upon another human being or robbing that person or whatever, they're going to use whatever tool – they can uh, they can access. It doesn't seem that guns would promote crime. It just seems like you know they might assist a criminal in uh, committing a crime. But as you've said, Mark, they're a tool, and tools can be used for to prevent different crime purposes. too. Yeah. I mean, if I were, if I was going to go you know looking for places to commit crime, it would probably be where the guns have been taken out. Well, the, the funny thing is, is that he had they had uh, they're organizing these rallies in 25 cities, and uh, there was one held in Detroit, not by Jesse Jackson, but by one of his uh, minions, I guess. And uh, they, had, they had several days to prepare for this. And I think um, I didn't attend the event myself, but I heard that three people showed up. But we found out, we got word about the event, their event, about two, hour, two or three hours before the event started. And we, we organized somewhere around 30 to 40 counter-protesters that showed up. Many wow. Of them, many of them um, lawfully, openly Open carrying carry. handguns. 
So it, it, it was kind of funny. They had like three people that showed up, and we had this giant crowd that showed up that was counter-protesting them. Did you, was there any news media that showed up? Um, no, that's the funny thing. The news media covered it in the morning, and that's how we found out about it, I was see. that the news media covered it in mm-hmm. the morning. Um, but then afterwards, there was like one or two stories about it, and the one or two stories said that there was a dozen people there, so I guess three gets rounded up to a dozen. And they, <laughs> did, they didn't mention anything about the several dozen people there that were calling sure. the protest. That's typical. Yeah, it is typical. Typical mainstream media news coverage. So, Phil, tell me, is this your first time at the Porcupine Freedom Festival? It is. Uh, my wife and I are here in New Hampshire, uh, and this is, my first, this is our first time here, and it's my first time in New Hampshire. Wow. So uh, did you just get here today, or were you in last night? We came in late last night around 11. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what have you been thinking about it thus far? Oh, you know, we're, we're just walking around, getting to know a bunch of people, mm-hmm. um, and trying to figure out more about uh, New Hampshire and, and the free state here. I'm possibly looking forward to moving in the, um, here in several years. Well, one thing's for sure: the I mean, if you're into gun freedom, New Hampshire is one of the better places uh, to have more gun freedom, unless you're a felon, well, of course. Well, <laughs> uh, I'm all for screwed. freedom in all a- aspects. Great. Um, but well, uh, one thing I, I was looking at your laws because obviously, before you go to a new state, you should probably look at the laws. Mm-hmm. And New Hampshire has no gun-free zones. Other Meaning, than like around a school, for instance. Around a school, like, um, like what would be a gun-free zone where you come from? In Michigan, gun-free zones are bars, churches, uh, um, sports stadiums. Now there may be some bars that have a private rule against yeah. having a firearm, but that's interesting. You're saying there's no state law banning yeah. that. Well, my reading New Hampshire law, the only place that the law says you can't have a gun is in the court, in a courtroom. Interesting. I think we need to change that one. It, it may be colleges, too, that uh, have these rules against uh, people be having guns. Yeah, that's true. In the, fact, Brad Jardis, uh, one of our co-hosts on Free Talk Live, I'm sure we'll be hearing from him at some point over the week. I know he's here already, uh, is involved in a lawsuit. It's not statutorily. Well, right, but it's been backed up by the courts. So uh, it is effectively a law where they have threatened people for carrying firearms on college campuses, even though they are extensions of the state and should therefore be allowed, uh, should be allowed because they are state-funded. In some cases, they're actually state-run colleges. Uh, But at this point, the court system is refusing uh, to allow people with guns on campus, and they're backing the the school system. Brad Jardis is currently involved in a lawsuit on that process, and apparently he's gotten the ball running again, or rolling rather, on that, uh, as as per his post that he made just the other day over at freekeen.com. So for the people that were wondering about that, because he did a protest uh, back in December at a college, which made some headlines here in new hampshire maybe maybe even made some headlines uh nationwide and uh, i was wondering if he was going to go forward with that and it sounds like he is so he's back on that case and phil i appreciate you coming uh, coming down to talk to us today there's more coming up live from the porcupine freedom festival the 2012 edition of course we'll take uh, your calls as well we still have the ability to do that even though we're way out in the woods of new hampshire right near the white mountains beautiful view here and the lrn.fm studios and we'll return here here in moments, 855-450-FREE. That's toll-free, 1-855-450-37. Are you excited about Flaming Freedom's bigger gayer dance party at this year's Pork Fest? Oh, yeah. Well, you should be. There's going to be hopping dance music and a giant tent full of liberty lovers getting their gay on. By gay? Do you mean happy? Uh, sure, Claire. Super Gay Dre is bringing his elite team of drag queens led by Fiolencia. There's going to be raffles for all kinds of prizes, as well as prizes for gayest costume, best drag queen, and best drag king. So get your ticket now for the insanely cheap price of just $5 at flamingfreedom.com slash dance party.
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. It is an unusual edition of Free Talk Live, and it will be for the entire week. We are just kicking off the 2012 Porcupine Freedom Festival, and I'm so excited to be here. It's great to be back at Rogers Campground. You know, I love the Liberty Forum, which is the other event that the Free State Project puts on uh, every single year in uh, the, the wintertime. But Porkfest has, a, I think, a special place in my heart that is slightly above uh, the Liberty Forum. It's longer, so, you know, instead of just a weekend, you get a full week of uh, interaction with other people that actually get what freedom's all about. And it's just, you know, it's a little bit more fun to be out on a campground in the middle of summer as opposed to cooped up in a hotel in the wintertime uh, in New Hampshire. So it's good to be here. And you can go to porkfest.com to uh, learn more about the event. Of course, we'll be talking more about it as the, the night goes on and as the, the week goes on as well. 855-450-FREE is uh, the number here tonight. Uh, check out gold.freetalklive.com. Um, if you're looking to get some precious metals, uh, one of the best places to do that is gold.freetalklive.com. Not only do we have some of the best places you're going to be able to uh, find, uh, best prices you're going to be able to find collected in one place, but... You're helping Free Talk Live when you buy there. It's gold.freetalklive.com. All right, so we're going to get to uh, right to the phones here and to the fun. Sean is listening in Hibbing, Minnesota to WNMT. Hey, Sean, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. How you doing? Hey, Sean, what's on your mind tonight? Um, so I was just listening to um, your update about the ruling to not allow people to carry uh, handguns on campus, on college campuses. This was in New uh, Hampshire, just to be specific, but uh, go ahead, sir. Right. And I just, uh, every time I hear that, it's just a little bit scary because, I mean, I I would agree with it if the criminals also followed those rules or the bad people followed those Mm. rules. For sure. But they don't stop at the door and, you know, and just say, oh, wow, looks like I have to go put my gun back in my car, (laughs) you know, and so it just, I, I would agree with that, but I think that if the college is going to uh, try to enforce something like that, I think they need to also put in place protection for the students. I think that they should have, if, you, if you're if you not going to allow people to protect themselves, I think that they should have to have police on campus or somebody. Well, they've got yeah. them, but they're hanging out in um, you know offices or whatever. Right. You want to talk about unreliable? I mean, if you're ta- a gun allows you to protect yourself. If you want personal protection when it comes to a bodyguard, then you know that's it's going to cost a lot per student. Right. You know, and, and college campuses they they charge so much in tuition, and I, I would imagine they probably wouldn't even have to pay for it if they just talked to their local law enforcement. I'm sure they'd well, be more than happy to put a couple people Somebody's going to have to pay for that. I mean, uh, I can tell you that where I come from, I live in a college town, and uh, I mean, I'm not there right now. We're in a different part of New Hampshire, but in Keene, it's a college town, and there's only so many cops that are available at any given time. Uh, if you want them to it's be only constantly... only 40 cops on, or 50 cops in the whole town that's what I'm of saying. Uh, 25,000 people. Right, so if you want a certain number of them dedicated to the campus, and that's on top of the already existing campus security that's there, uh, oh, it's yeah. going to cost even more money, and uh, somebody's going to have to pay for that you're saying the college wouldn't but uh, that means the taxpayers of the town will have to pay for it and usually when it comes to providing things for the college taxpayers in the town aren't necessarily too uh you know they're not too cool with that 
So I think that if the college wants to pay for its own, uh, it wants to pay for its own security, and the college is privately funded, then that's their business. But otherwise, I think that, and I think you probably would agree, right, Sean? Like people just should be able to fr- uh, be free to defend themselves. Right. Absolutely. I just, Very good, uh, sir. I, I just think that the bad people don't follow the rules, you know. And they don't. No, that's no. why they're called bad people. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about it. Anything else you want to share tonight, Sean? No, I sure appreciate you guys taking my call. Great. Thanks for making it. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE, the toll-free number here tonight. Joining us in the studio uh, here at Rogers. Such that it is. Yes, uh, Roger, a much larger studio than uh, we are normally used to, Mark. Uh, we actually have uh, the p- potential, and we actually have a studio audience here tonight. Thanks for everybody uh, for coming out here this evening. Really appreciate it. But joining us in the studio here on the third mic is Tammy Simmons. Yes, that's me. Good evening. Good evening. How are you guys? Yeah, welcome back on Free Talk Live. I'm doing well. Great, uh, great to be here. And, and so what brings you to Porkfest this year? You know, same old thing that brings everybody else to Porkfest. Uh, just getting together with a lot of good friends. We um, have our own group of like 70 or 80 people that come every year. And really? And get together. Um, How many we, years have been you, you, you've been coming? Well... I think this would be my fourth. Okay. I think. Now, when you say you have your own group of uh, people that come here, I mean, what does that mean? We tend to attract the more um, political bend of the um, Free State Project and libertarian-minded people. And you're a state rep, right? I am a state rep. And how long have you been doing that? This is my first. I'm just finishing up my first First two-year term. Yep. Great. Are you going to go again? Are you going to yes, run again? Yes, I just filed on Friday at about oh four fifty five. Because some people are kind of burned out on that. I've heard that uh, they're lot. really sick of it. It well, I think it's exhausting. It's a lot more work than people think it is. Um, and people, some people get very frustrated because we can't affect change as much as we would like to mm-hmm. affect change. Well, you need more people elected you for that. You need more right? people elected, and it takes time to convince people. Sometimes, what seems obvious, maybe to you or me. You know, somebody who's never thought about something in the same way. What was what was shocking to me was when I heard from one person that they were not going to run again this year. If, we're talking about a free stater here who said he was not going to run. He was sick of the corruption uh, in state government. And I thought, wow, you know, I mean, somebody who's fairly political, who's won an election as a state rep, you'd think that they'd want to keep going because, you know, if you're the incumbent, odds are good, you're probably going to win again. Mm-hmm. Seems uh, it's, it was shocking to me. It, it- I, there are but if there are a few um, of the freshman reps that just are frustrated with not getting as much accomplished as they would like. I happen to think that we did a few good things. Right. Yeah, I'd I like thought, to come back and do a few more. And then I was stunned by more. how much was done. Frankly, yeah, I mean, it's you know, we, we it's passed. politics. It's slow and corrupt. <laughs> I mean, is this it's, a surprise to anyone? <laughs> right. I mean, we we right. uh, stopped the repeal of gay marriage. We passed that was great. marijuana. We reduce the state budget by historical amounts but for uh, twenty of every $10 that they used to spend, they're not spending anymore. You know what I loved no. about the gay marriage thing was that it was Republicans. You were a Republican. I, I am uh, a Republican. And it was Republicans like you who voted to keep gay marriage in New Hampshire. And so it's it kind of cool to be able to say, in New Hampshire, Republicans are a little different than uh, what you right. might be and used it, to. As from somebody on the inside track, it was very interesting to watch only Republicans speak against the repeal. Yeah. Uh, so the Democrats didn't get up at all? They didn't have to. Oh, I see. Now, um, and you were just talking about uh, the, the numbers as far as uh, taxes and stuff like that, and I didn't get to hear what you said. How- it's, it, for every $10 that the state used to spend, they spend twenty less now. Wow, that's great. That's a so, lot of money. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a big like cut out of... Uh, 10, 10 point something billion. 
dollars. Now I've been out of the budget. I've been here in NHPR um, and the bureaucrats getting on there and howling about well, because, how because you know sky's gonna fall now. Right, right. About how uh, you know programs are being cut and things like that. I haven't read about anybody like dropping like flies since we took. Indeed, I haven't heard that either. And you know, frankly, at some point or another, it's 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 not easy when you're looking when you've been relying on a state program. <laughs> And, exactly. you, you know, sadly, the, that state program, uh, you know, it's inefficient and it's, it's funded in a, in a fashion that threatens to take away people's homes from them. I don't think that's well, a moral way to fund it. If you look at it this way, and this is one of the things you have to really think about, every time we have to tighten our belts, it's the people who aren't benefiting from those programs that are constantly having to pay more or cut, more, cut out of their lives. And instead of targeting the same group, over and over and over again, we actually just took it and kind of made it a little bit more across the board, and mm-hmm. everybody has to feel the pain a little because we've got such a bloated you know, government that we have to rein it in, and it's not only pinching the top of the barrel, it's pinching the whole barrel. What are your plans for the budget uh, in your, you know, I, you know, you'll be the incumbent. The chances are good of you winning. I hope so, uh, you know, I hope so too. I uh, Actually, I, I won a state delegate position, so I feel like a go. politician myself these days. And, uh, you know, the, so the chances are good that you get in. What are your, what are your hopes as far as the budget goes well, at this I, point? I, are you going to hold the line? Or are you I gonna... would hope that we can hold the line. I would hope that we can at least maintain a slight remo- uh, Republican majority so that we can Keep moving in the right direction. You think the Democrats are going to have a better year this year? Oh, I do. We okay. had a we had a landslide. It was a landslide. There's no doubt. <laughs> if we come back with 300 Republicans again, I don't know what we'll do. <laughs> we'll come back with more here. Uh, can uh, Tim, Tammy? Can you stick with us for a little bit? Sure. All right. So more with Tammy Simmons, uh, one of the elected Free State Project participants here in New Hampshire. And your thoughts are welcome as well. But anything you want, it's Free Talk Live. Do you ever have connectivity problems due to poor Wi-Fi reception? I have an amazing solution for you. Sea Crane's Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3. It can provide connectivity for up to a mile. We're using it at my house, and I can't describe it as anything but stunning. This antenna will change your life. If you're not familiar with the Sea Crane Company, their products are the best. I highly endorse the Sea Crane Company. Get your Super USB Wi-Fi antenna at SeaCrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we are live from the 2012 Porcupine Freedom Festival here at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of northern New Hampshire. And the sun is just beginning to set on this, the very first day of this particular version of Pork Fest, which I think is promising to be the absolute best thus far. The people that are behind the organizing event, uh, organizing of the event this year are great folks. Uh, it's Jason and Sharon Osborne of uh, SACL CAI. Of course, Jason, longtime sponsor of uh, this uh, radio program, SACL CAI, has uh, been around in support of not just Free Talk Live, but also a number of other great liberty-oriented programs. Plus, SACL is one of the prime sponsors of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, along with... And the Trump. Osbournes, who are you know, the principals there. Oh. Um, they have uh, you know, been putting together the whole Pork Fest event, so you know, it's, it's amazing. Right. So tell me more about SACL CAI. SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. Um, so if you're a business, whether it, you know, wh- whatever kind of business it might be, you know, if you've got a doctor's office or, you know, bank, utility, if you've got um, accounts receivable and it's driving you crazy, SACL CAI can handle it for you. They do a great job. They treat your customers with respect. They know that that's important. 
And you can get a hold of them by going through uh, the banner uh, at the top of the, the list on the right-hand side at freetalklive.com. It's SACL CAI. All right, so 855-453 allows you to bring up anything you want. We also bring in interesting people onto the third microphone uh, to talk with us. And Tammy Simmons is with us, uh, New Hampshire State Representative. And I got it wrong. Uh, apparently, you're not a Free State Project participant. I apologize uh, about that. That's quite all right. Uh, you, had, uh, you had me fooled. Uh, you're I thought she out, was, too. You're hanging out here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. in one day. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not somebody who's visiting New Hampshire, and you're here nope. at the Porcupine nope. Freedom Festival. No, I so. Was... It's a reasonable presumption to think that you are actually a Free State Project right. participant. Uh, but uh, you c- got, uh, I guess, connected with Free State Project participants at some point within the last, what, five or six years, something like that? Uh, Decade? Gosh, like 2004, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a long time ago. Um, How did that happen for you? What? Political events, actually. Mm-hmm. I know that's not always what everybody thinks of when they think of Free Staters, but um, prior to the Free State Project happening, uh, we had a, a Senator, Senator Smith, and the Smith fans... Um, got very frustrated when he was um, primaried by Senator, what then Senator to be Senator Sununu, mm-hmm. and um, ironically, those people seemed to go away, and the Free Staters seemed to fill that niche. It was really kind of funny to watch. So I was like, "Who? Are, I want to get to know some more of these people." And then you know, you get to be friends with people, and one thing leads to another. Would you have called yourself a liberty-oriented individual before that, libertarian? I probably wouldn't have by name. No, mm-hmm. I would have. I would have identified myself as a very conservative Republican. Mm-hmm. Although now I just think of conservative Republicans as more socially conservative Republicans. Yeah. Well, I was I talking think... with a lady the other day in Keene. We had Free Keene Fest, and uh, there's a lady that came out who works with a homeless shelter, and I know her uh, mm-hmm. through assisting with the homeless shelter. And uh, she had said that uh, she described herself as a conservative. I said, well, uh, conservative. And I said, well, you're not one of those conservatives that wants to tell me what to do in the bedroom, are you? And she said, oh, no, 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 no. And, uh, you know, she went off to talk about, you know, what she believed in. And she ended up really liking uh, the definition of voluntarism that I gave to her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it's, you know, you're not one of those conservatives. No, so that's no. one of those words where if I were a conservative, I wouldn't want to associate no, with that word. Same know, way, I don't even, want to be a libertarian. Then, I, always used to, I would always have thought of myself as relatively socially conservative. I, which I now kind of find ironic because actually it's, I guess you can be socially conservative, but I just don't think the government can be the one to make the decision on right. what kind of like social so in your life, own, my, so, my, my life. Or meaning your own life. personal life, you right. can be socially so conservative, I, but you're right. not trying to force it down someone else's exactly. throat. I, uh, that's, and I definitely don't think the government should be the one doing it. Right. I'm socially conservative, but if you want to be something other than socially conservative, I'll just consider you entertainment. You know, I mean, I, you know, whatever it is you want to do, I'll you know, chuckle and sit back here and watch. But, exactly. you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to necessarily go and do that kind of it, thing. It, it was hard to, I mean, and then it was just over time that the, the liberty, pro-liberty, small libertarian words just become more commonplace. And so I mm-hmm. tend to call myself a small L libertarian leaning Republican. Now, we, as, as I understand it, the first term of the new Republican revolution or whatever they're going to call it here in uh, New Hampshire, when the Republicans got back in here, this term was supposed to be about uh, fiscal conservatism. And I think you guys did a really great job. Mm-hmm. You said that you cut uh, 12 cents out of every dollar spent mm-hmm. by the state. Yeah. And I, awesome. Thanks. Here, You're big welcome. high five. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate that. But... Uh, now, they also, you know, sort of left that hanging in that, well, the next term is going to be about social conservatism. Meaning the upcoming term or the second year of the first term? I'm not sure what they what well, I was hearing there. I, I really do think that, um, I mean, you got to keep in mind, we have 400 state reps in the state, and anybody can file any legislation Absolutely. they want. So regardless of what leadership might say, regardless of what anybody might say, 
anybody can file anything. And, you know, I mean, that's where the marriage bills come from half the time. I oh, don't yeah. know that Republican leadership was looking to repeal gay marriage. I mean, they might say it in their campaign stuff. They're not going to say it this I don't year. Know that, yeah, I don't, I'm pretty sure. Well, no, I, sadly, there's going to be Republicans who will still run on that. Because no, they can they, run on they, it if they If they could just, you know, talk to people a little longer, they'll make them understand that it's okay to control some people. Yeah, but the, I'm talking about the state platform. Um, you know, it's going to be yeah, the state pretty, platform, pretty I think, thick with uh, libertarians this year. Yeah. Um, the Republican yeah. convention. Yeah. Yeah, you think? I, I maybe. think so. When maybe. I went there, it looked like a free, uh, like a free state project event. Um, and that was two years ago, and I can only imagine we've become more yeah, organized. Yeah, I do in the think that years. more and more um, smaller libertarian types are getting involved in the Republican Party, which is, in my mind, really good because actually I think, I think the Republican Party, if it goes to its core values, really should be for just small, limited government and letting people live their own lives. So. Well, what I'd like to see is uh, more liberty-minded people getting themselves involved in both of the political parties, uh, not just uh, you know the Republicans, but the Democrats as well. I know that Joel Winters, I think, is actually uh, running again yes, as uh, as a Democrat. He's and I been don't elected. Even have to run against him this time. <laughs> he's been elected as uh, as a Democrat before, and so he's running again, and I think that's great. Uh, so the more liberty-minded people that can be active in all of the uh, the parties, the better off we are. I mean, how great will it be? It's good. The day coming it may even be this year from what i hear uh when we'll finally have a republican and a democrat both running for state uh office who are both members of the free state project well, I, in the I, same race i was gonna say you have that oh joel's ward he the, he's running as the democrat and i think you have two free staters running as republicans that's awesome i'm so excited now about that, that. I how cool <laughs> how yeah <laughs> How cool is that? I mean, uh, you mentioned earlier that people don't think of uh, politics when they think of the Free State Project, and I think that's too bad uh, because there's Jeez, plenty I, of... I would say that's the biggest success the Free State Project's had up there's to this point. There's plenty of political opportunity here in New Hampshire. I mean, Mark was able to just walk right into this uh, this seat within the Republican Party without any challenge right. to it whatsoever. I mean, there's political oh, there, offices there's, just there's, open. There's house districts that if you just move there... You're elected well, if you run for office. I mean, office. if you move there and you can actually, you know, carry on a conversation and not yeah. sound <laughs> totally crazy, then you know you could you could very easily win. If there are there's districts like that because there's some districts where people just don't register to run. So one of the things that uh, that you were talking about, Mark, is how these uh, Republicans are running, uh, their liber- liberty-minded people are running as Republicans for within the Republican Party. It's not a state office. It's some sort of office within the Republican Party yeah, it's a delegate office, to uh, yeah. set, the, on the, set platform. the platform. You know, it'd be nice to see, you were talking, uh, Tammy, about uh, conservative conservatism regarding the budget and cutting back and mm-hmm. things like that. And, uh, you know, you guys did a great job cutting the budget, which I don't think any other state government uh, has actually done not recently, yeah, in my lifetime. Uh, so that was a big deal, but you know, obviously there's still waste everywhere, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and so there's a lot more that can change. It would be nice to see the Republicans uh, come out with a platform change, advocating for the end to uh, you know these consensual crimes that are filling up prisons. And you can of course come at it from a budgetary perspective. I mean, these jails. Our friend Derek Jay is in a jail cell right now. He can't be here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival because of these uh, consensual crimes. When I was in there. There were uh, guys in there for driving, not drunk, just driving. And if you're drunk driving, you get like three to 20 days. But if you drive without government uh, papers, they'll put you in for a year. And you want to talk about a a cost to the taxpayer. These are people that are just going to work. 
and uh, are pulled over. And it's well, it's don't not take a, allergy medicine and drive either because apparently that's a crime going to be you know that's an awful thing now too. There are people in there for driving, <laughs> people in there for prescription medication, people in there for cannabis. I mean, the whole place is just chock full of individuals who've never harmed another person. And then there's the violations of probation, which is another big money maker for uh, the state because they they let these guys out on probation for six months to three years, and then they VOP because it's so easy to violate the probation, and then they're right back in there taking up another jail cell. I mean, if uh, if all those laws were repealed and those guys were let out of jail, the Cheshire County Jail could shut down three-fourths of its wings and operate at, you know, a fourth of the, the current cost. Sure would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, so, I mean, I think that would be a great one way to advance. T- one law at a time, one right. piece at a time. It's going to be baby steps. But that's the way I would sell it to the conservative crowd is, hey, you know, you may be uncomfortable with someone smoking a joint, but how do you like the idea of putting them in a jail cell for $30,000 a year or whatever it costs uh, in New Hampshire to do that? Tammy Simmons, thanks for uh, coming in here tonight. Uh, more, yep, more coming up here from the Freedom Porcupine Freedom Festival 2012 edition as we have uh, all kinds of content on the way. We're going to be here all week long broadcasting live. 855-450. Tired of that same old government-free baklava from Mandrick? How about trying Stateless Sweets government-free fudge and caramel? Stateless Sweets are made with real ingredients and prepared fresh for delivery to your home. Order them as a gift, a well-deserved decadent treat for yourself, or catered for your next event. Go to statelesssweets.com. That's statelesssweets.com. You can take control of the airwaves. All you have to do is dial in toll-free. The number is 855-453. Same number as always. Same host as always. We're just in a different place. We're here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, the 2012 edition, Rogers Campground. Same place as it's been the last few years. It's a great location. From what I understand, the largest campground in New Hampshire. I don't know if that's a true statement or not, uh, but uh, that's what I understand uh, because at some point, I have a feeling the Porcupine Freedom Festival is going to outgrow Rogers Campground, and then I don't know what happens. At some point, maybe this year. I don't know about that. We'll I don't have either. to talk to the organizer at some point and see what the you know what the status is on ticket sales and things like that. Because uh, the last a, I heard, it's they a were... gathering of libertarians. There's no way for us to know until it happens. Uh, but you know, last year there were more than a thousand people, and this year likely to be you know grow from there. Yeah, and I, I just think it's such a great event. It's so There's so much going on here. There's a lot to talk about. But we also want to talk to you about whatever's on your mind. So let's go to Evan listening in New York. Evan, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello there. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hi, Evan. What's on your mind tonight? Quick question, specifically for Ian. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. At one point in time, you were dating Julie. Uh, Julia, who yeah, is uh, one of the ladies on my uh, this show. Yes, that's correct. Um, but you're not currently dating. Uh, right? I do. It depends on how you define dating. But what's the relevance of this to our national Oh, audience? no, please continue to ask, because he would love to talk to me about my personal issues. Do not let <laughs> him get out of this if you have some kind of question. Because <laughs> I feel like at one time it was very clear on the show, you were open about it, and then something happened and I never I feel like I never we never got clarity on it I mean you don't have to go on too much on it the reason I'm asking is because I'm going through a breakup right now and 
it's my first kind of real adult relationship at the age of uh-huh. 24. And like, I feel that <clears throat> I want to get back with this person, even though they dump me. Maybe, I don't yeah. know. It just drives me insane. And like, I don't know what well, to do. And, but you can be fine with happened. Julia. And I'm like, well, well if he's fine with Julia, maybe I have a chance to like be fine with I don't know. I, you know, I, I generally think that's probably a, not a good idea to get uh, back together, especially if the person is not interested in getting back together with you. Uh, and that's what this person who you're talking about, they are not interested in, uh, in being your partner. They, they, you were broken up with is what you're saying? Yeah, I was broken up with. Um, yeah. I kind of dropped the ball a little bit in the relationship. And, uh, gotcha. But the thing about it is I, it, the relationship takes two people, so, I mean, we both kind of made mistakes. But, sure. Well, I mean, every, everybody makes mistakes. I mean, that's just how things go. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if, if she's not in, expressing any interest in you, then there's no point in, I would say, you know, keeping a flame alive or anything like that. Um, I mean, with my relationship, we, uh, you know, we, we broke up for uh, for a time, and but we were always very, very, uh, I guess, close. You know, there wasn't uh, really bad blood uh, between us, so to speak. So that probably is a factor as to why we're still getting along today. Um, so there's that, okay. and, and I, we're, I don't know whether we're in a, officially in a relationship uh, or not. I don't think we are, but she's still my friend, and I still love having her on the air on Free Talk Live, and I think a lot of people enjoy hearing from her. So uh, does that help you okay. with your? Does that help you with your question? Um, yeah, pretty much. I'm, it's like we kind of broke up, but she still wants to be friends. With, like we were best friends before we like um, decided to go and take it to to the relationship level. And so, I don't know, I guess well, the, the most I should uh, hope for at this point. How, I don't hold know. on. If, if you're hoping for something in, in my opinion, if you're hoping for something more than friendship in the relationship and she's, and she's broken up with you and then wants to be friends and you're hoping for more, the best thing for you is to, you know, take some time off. Get, you know, we can be friends in a year. And then, you know, in that amount of time, you're going to need to heal up yourself. You need to move on yourself because otherwise if you're just chasing after her while she's, you know, dating other boys or doing whatever it is she's doing and it's not a healthy relationship at all, zero. So the best thing to do is at this point, the best thing to do for your friendship with her is to be comfortable with where you are. And if you're not comfortable, you shouldn't be with her. You shouldn't be being trying to be friends with her. Right. Okay, and the other thing that we we have going on is that we currently live together, and that's oh, that's of, like that's the twist in all of this. Yeah, that definitely uh, are changes you, how things play out. Yep. So, are you living together for financial reasons? Haven't uh, moved on that kind of thing. Um. Well, we were both um, at the time very financially stable, independently of one another. We just it was more of a I lived in a situation, she lived in a situation that was was bad, and we both like wanted to get out and they had no other options. I mean, had, hadn't any luck on our own. So we thought, Oh, let's so just together. to clarify, you were living together while you were together or yes, after yeah. you broke up, you moved in together. No, uh, we were living together while we were together. And how long have you been broken up now? Two months, two months. And you're still living together. Yes. Are you okay. still sleeping in the same bed? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So has she had <laughs> dates over? Uh, no, but she yet. kind of not laid, yet. not yet, yeah, well, she's, now she, she told me, uh, this is recent news yesterday, she, where she was telling me that she's into another one of her best friends, but he lives mm-hmm. in Cleveland, and we live in okay. New York, 
but All they're right. going to try some, like, long-distance thing. But it's like, I don't get it, and I feel like it's super recent from, like, what we've been through, you know? Of course you do. To, like, jump in, and she's like, oh, I made that If it was two years, you'd feel like it was super recent. <laughs> it's, you <laughs> you like, feel oh, like I'm... it's super recent. Look, if you had a girlfriend, you wouldn't care how recent this was. So, I mean, you're it's, it's not whether it's recent or not. It's whether you lo- are still in love with her or not. And... You know, I mean, she's looking at other other guys, and that's uh, you know, that's just the reality of it. When somebody gives you a breakup, it wasn't an, your idea, and everybody else's ideas stink. Only it's your idea. Uh, your ideas are the only good ones in life. So right. you just have to come to the realization that it's your idea that you're moving on. Until it's your idea to move on, then you're not going to be able to move on, and it's always going to be too soon. Well, and he's probably going to find out that once he does move on, if she is ever going to be interested in, in him again, that's yes. when he'll find out. Absolutely. If it, you know, And this isn't the reason to move on, but she's not going to be interested in, with you until you're moved on, okay? She can get back together like... with you. Any, she can get back together with you at any moment in time she wants to. She doesn't. Uh, I, I, I understand that. I just feel like yep. if I move on, she comes back, and I'm doing other things. It's just like, I don't know. That's yeah. It's, it's 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 a nasty situation. Yeah, there's nobody <laughs> listening right now. The very few people who are listening right now who have the advice keep chase keep uh, keep pining after this girl. That's the best thing for you. Nobody is thinking that. Okay. All right. I mean, Fair I'm sorry. People are laughing I, I, here. And, and I'm, I'm trying to be brutally that. honest. This has happened to me four or five times. I've been sitting in this position. I get it, man. You know, it, it, is, it's painful. It's no fun. We're going to make mistakes. You know, like I've never yeah. been in. But you haven't made like a mistake. This. I mean, th- there's no mistake. I mean, you know, if you've learned from something, you've learned that if you want to be in a relationship, you need to pay this much more attention or whatever. That's that's fine and dandy. But I mean, you thought this was going to be the relationship that you spent your whole life in. No, and that's the thing. Okay. Like, I I didn't know. Like, I was just going with it kind of thing. There you and, go. and then, but at the same time, we were together and doing all this stuff and rubbed off on me. And I think I kind of took the relationship for granted in that respect because I kind of took it very on a surface level. And then when it was gone, I was like, wait a minute. This is not good. Here's <laughs> the good like news. There are more than three billion women out there. <laughs> That's true. Hey, Evan, I hope that has been of some assistance to you. Has it? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I can always call call in some other time when you guys. You certainly you know. can. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Special guest on the third microphone with us here, uh, TSA George. Uh, welcome back. You're you're, rel- uh, you're regular here at Porkfest. Yeah, this is my fourth Porkfest so far, and I guess um, after the, tonight I'll go and listen to Every Rose Has a Thorn after that last caller. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, man? What do you want to talk about? I just wanted to pretty much talk about um, the fact that this is the longest journey I took coming to Porkfest. I actually traveled 10,000 miles this time 10, around. 10,000 miles? <laughs> I came in from Phuket, Thailand. <laughs> P-H-U-K-E-T? Yeah. And, uh, That's not how I would have pronounced you it. you got to say that Hang right on. in the air. 855. Hey, we'll come back with you here in a moment, George. 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, you can bring up absolutely anything you want here, even though we're live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Plenty of time for you, your thoughts, if you make the call. And you really can bring up anything. 855-453. We're live from the 2012 Porcupine Freedom Festival. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, 
the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're live from the 2012 Porcupine Freedom Festival, and it is great to be here seeing new faces, as always, as well as some friendly faces, folks that have been here for uh, for many years. And one of those uh, people is our very own uh, TSA George, in that uh, you've been a listener of the show for a long time, an attendee of the Porcupine Freedom Festival for a long time. And uh, welcome back, man. And this is my fourth Pork Fest, and I've been listening since 2005 to the show. So you were just getting into something before we had to, uh, to go away to the break there. Yeah, I was talking about how... Um, I, just before coming here, I just came in from Thailand, essentially. And, uh, and you are just all over the place. What Now, as, a, as somebody who actually works for the TSA yeah. uh, and at the same time holds the ideas of liberty, it must be difficult, I'm sure, sometimes. But what oh, do you yeah. see, like... What do you see when you go around the world and uh, the different security? I mean, obviously, you're probably always, you know, if, you're, if you are a waiter and you go to different restaurants, you're always assessing, you know, how the other waiters are and how the, uh, the, uh, the service is there. So what are your assessments of security around the world? Well, in Phuket, Thailand, it's basically a total joke, really. I went, I went, I went through security and I had my, like, sunglasses case, for example. I didn't, didn't put it through the x-ray. I, still, I just put it um, to the side of the metal to just walk on through. They did not even look at it. And this was pretty big sunglass case and um they didn't bother look inside i could have had like pieces to a gun big knife whatever <laughs> you know when they when you set off the metal detector they'll just wait casually wave a wand over you for example in my case it was, they waved a wand over my belt buckle because my belt set it off and they didn't bother to tell me to take it off to put it through the x-ray or nothing i could have had something under that mm. for, uh, under that belt and they never would have known so and phuket was like i said a complete joke and it was like they say wow tsa is really uh, ineffective they, um, they never seen huh, this however when i went through security in both bangkok and tokyo coming back right there bo- both of those were like more on par with, you know Someone, someone at least takes security a little more seriously. Would you say that, uh, th- that they are, are better at security in some places than, uh, than the TSA? Mm, I'd say Israel probably is. Yeah. But uh, the rest they will be, be on par or right there. Like the main differences on the other countries I've been to is you can keep your shoes on and some mm. others you can leave your laptop in, but others just still t- make you take it out. What's the point in taking uh, taking one's shoes off going through the, the, the metal detector thing? Well, basically, you can thank Richard Reed for that. Um, some sh- they showed us um, during the training. That's like the some- shoe bomber guy. Yeah, it's shoe bomber, my bad. Anyway, um, some, some shoes come with little hidden compartments. They showed us a pair of sandals that actually have little, a little compartment in there, probably meant for, like, where you can put your IDs on money or whatever. You don't, don't want to bring your wallet with you. Mm-hmm. And they say you can, you, can, you know, Put prohibited stuff like explosives or whatnot into that, and that's why they make you take your shoes off. 
Don't they have those little blowing machines that uh, can find out whether or not you've got explosives? Oh, those, that turned out to be unreliable. Oh, it kept breaking. <laughs> oh, no, it, not in that. It, it kept breaking, essentially. Just the, the technology was junk, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. So what and what do those machines cost? Like a billion dollars a piece or something crazy like that? Well, each x-ray actually costs about, I think, $150,000. Not the x-ray, but the sniffer, the yeah, puffer. Yeah, the puffer, yeah. It's about, I think a $2 million machine. $2 each of them. million. Dollars. Give or take right there. Yeah. It's like, it's a guess. And it's just breaking down. Just yeah. this broken down oh, we pile have all of parts. Ca- yeah, several several machines like that. We had a laser bottle scanner thing, and uh, that didn't a last. A laser long. bottle scanner? Yeah, it's like uh, we're, we're, for the liquids, when we were trying to find exceptions to um, for our liquid policy and stuff. We, we were coming up with um, new machines to try to you know test the, the bottles so people could still bring their breast, their milk or whatnot for the kids. That didn't work wow. out. Well, we finally worked on a machine, found a machine that works, but it, we went through several before we you know, figured it out. Right so, and what's the purpose of taking your laptop out of your bag? I mean, well, that, you guys got X-ray laptop, machines. Well, laptops, Why do I have to take anything out of the bag? Laptops are large, complicated electronics, and they're hard to see past, and mm. that's why we tell them to take it out, because it's hard to see what's past that. They're, like I said, they're large, and they're complicated, and they're mm. thick. So and, meaning, like, when you look at the X-ray, when uh, you've seen the screens, Mark, I'm sure, where you can see, you can kind of, if you look over at the other screening area, you can see what the X-ray screen looks like. Sure. Uh, the more stuff that's piled on top of, of each other, the more uh, difficult it is to see the picture yeah, of what's going if on. If, if a bag looks like a Best Buy that was hit by a tornado, it's going to be very hard to see through that. And you're gonna, we're going to probably have to rerun your back to the x-ray again. There you go, Mark. You learn something new every night here on Free Talk Live. But yeah, it's like, uh, anyway, back to Thailand right, right there. It's amazing how cheap everything is. I stayed at a Crown Plaza-like hotel for, with a 40-inch TV and uh, Fully stocked bar, $24 a night. What was the internet connecti- <laughs> connectivity like? Actually, it was on par, better than here at Rogers. A lot of, a lot of <laughs> included? Yeah, it was, free was, it was included. Well, well, a lot of countries over, over there have way better internet access than, mm-hmm. uh, than the U.S. I don't, I haven't looked at the, the statistics in a while, but, uh, last time I looked, the U.S. was not really in the top tier of most connected, uh, countries. Yeah. No. I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's regulations that are pushing people out of the market. I would so. assume that it's uh, regulations. It is uh, you know, that much more difficult to get into the market of providing Internet to people. So, yeah, the hotels offered free Internet, and everything's so much cheaper. Like, for example, I get a $2 can of Red, Red Bulls here that normally go for 2 bucks Over there, $0.33. Cents. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> no joke. Why? It's exchange, the exchange rate part of it, like it says, ten oh, baht, yeah. and uh, one U.S. dollar well, is thirty baht at the time. Well, the plus they're rate. probably also manufacturing the Red Bull over there too, right? So yeah, it's not probably. traveling. It's not traveling overseas usually with uh, Coca-Cola and these other bottlers. They have many. They have, you know have bottling plants in different regions. I know they've got a you know there's one in Manchester, uh, for instance. Sure. So local bottlers kind of handle that for them. That way they don't have to ship product halfway across the world in order for it to get to to the store so shelves. So it's a local water complete with what botulism and radioactivity radioactivity or whatever. Yeah, the wa- local water, even the bottled water didn't taste that good, but um, <laughs> oh, it was boy. acceptable and at least I didn't have to go to the bathroom too much on that. Um, but yeah. George, what are you looking forward to at this year's Porcupine Freedom Festival? 
Uh, too much to mention here. I also take taking, taking my taking my new car up Mount Washington and <laughs> see how it handles those mountain roads. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't know that Mount Washington is, I guess, the largest uh, you know ride in America or something like that, amusement ride or amusement uh, ride, something like that. I mean, it's a basically it's a road that runs up a mountain, and you can't really you can call do that, that an amusement ride. They call it something. Uh, you know, I, I can't remember exactly what the terminology is. When I think amusement, I look it up on the, the internet, gravitron. but we don't have anything. I think the gravitron. When I think. I get where you're coming from. Well, if you were hanging off the edge of Mount Washington, you might consider it on par with the the Gravitron. There's no, a couple that of doesn't uh, sound amusing. There's to me. a couple of hairpin turns up there, but yeah, it's it's this amazing mountain that you can drive up rather than having to hike up a mountain. Most and most how long does it take? It's a big mountain, right? Yeah, you know, maybe 35 minutes, something to get up. That's pretty. I guess that's a long time. You, you do not go quickly. No, it's right not there. something you race up. All right. Yeah, well, and definitely don't want to try racing down on that. You'll, uh, at the minimum, burn out your brakes and probably kill yourself on the way down. TSA George, thanks for coming on Free Talk Live uh, tonight. Always uh, appreciate hearing from you. And the, the brakes on the way down. And the inside scoop on uh, what's going on oh, with uh, down, with airport too. security out there from somebody who works for the TSA. We're here live from the 2012 edition of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and there's just so much to do. We haven't even touched on some of the things that are coming up this week. The program is chuck the full. The program is huge. I don't even know. I mean, it's just humongous. 30, that's 40 pages and it's not really chock full of ads either. I mean, it's it's mostly program. Yeah, the, so, the challenge there is uh, putting it together in a uh, fashion that folks can, can understand. It's an attractive cool. guide. It looks mm-hmm. good, and we'll tell you more about some of the the exciting things that are coming up here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And, uh, of course, we're going to be bringing excerpts of it to you every single night here live as we continue broadcasting from the 2012 edition of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. You can go to porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com, learn more, and uh, learn how you can get up here. This thing's going on all week long. There's more Free Talk Live coming up in moments. Get 18,000 radio stations from around the world. Pandora, Opio, Live 365, and MP3 Tunes. With C-Crane's CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. It's great in any room of the house. You can listen to your favorite station stream from back home, whether it's another state or another country. Play Free Talk Live's live streams, lrn.fm, or your favorite stations. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane company, their products are the best. Get the CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio at ccrane.com. ccrane.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. All the features there we give to you. So once again, freetalklive.com. Uh, that includes our news updates. You can get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. You can follow us via email, Facebook, Twitter, whichever method is best for you. So drop on by news.freetalklive.com to get signed up there. That's news.freetalklive.com. And uh, I've been uh, playing with a new toy uh, at the LRN.FM studios. It is uh, a lot of fun. It's the C Crane Company's CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. And this thing is, I call it a toy, but it's a pretty serious piece of electronics. Uh, But I love my internet geeky stuff. So 18,000 radio stations. You can tune them in with this device. Pandora, Opio, Live 365, MP3 Tunes, 
You can get all of that and more. Shoutcast uh, streams are on this thing. Uh, it's just, it's a great product. At least I know LRN.FM uh, is available there, and uh, Free Talk Live's live streams are available there, and, uh, you know, 17,998 or so more other streams. So They make it pretty easy to look for the streams, too. I mean, uh, user, the user inter- interface is great on the radio. You can go to uh, com. Actually, Mark, the radio interfaces with a, with a web interface. That, I don't know how to uh, say it, but it's a lot it's easier. easier to use it. Uh, so it's a great product, and their quality, you know, the build quality of C-Crane products, if you don't know their products, then uh, you, you're not aware of this, but the build quality is a very good product uh, as well. It's good stuff. Uh, you're going to pay, you know, you're going to pay for it. You're going to get what you pay for, though. You're not going to get crap. Uh, you're going to get a uh, really good product. If from you're going to use something, you want to get the best one because, and with the best features because, you know, you're going to use it. C-Crane.com. Head on over there and uh, mention Free Talk Live when you check out and you'll get a free flashlight. Once again, C-Crane. Dot com, C-C-R-A-N-E dot com. As we continue here live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival, uh, we'll take your calls, of course, about absolutely anything. Josh is with us uh, listening in Lincoln, Nebraska. Josh, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, hey guys, what's up? Hey, Josh, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, that TSA George guy, I was kind of confused. Uh, he um, he kind of seemed disappointed he didn't get the American-style broke down that he's used to giving to people. Um, no, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he was uh, disappointed by it. Well, he was complaining that they didn't check his eyeglass case and belt buckle. I couldn't tell if that was sarcasm. No, I don't think it was or... a complaint as much as it was an observation. You, so he was being sarcastic because I mean. No, he was telling the truth. I mean, that was what happened. Uh, I just I had asked him about uh, what his experience was with uh, airport security around the world, and he made some observations about what his experience was. I, d- I don't feel like it was a complaint. He did, he did point out on on air uh, afterwards that he had bought some kind of uh, you know that had some uh, bought some kind of pocket knife someplace, and that nobody found it anywhere. Yeah, and that's you know, I'm I don't know. You know, it just sounded like a he was a little disappointed with. Uh, not I don't know. I didn't detect everywhere. that. Did you, Mark? I did. I didn't really see it that way. I mean, you know, the way I saw it was is that other countries have, you know, less security. They're not getting blown up either. But he's just what's noting a, that they're. What's a what's liberty-minded uh, guy working for the TSA for anyway? That's that's another thing that's a little confu- confusing. I'd the same reason they work for the police departments and uh, and other government agencies uh, around the country. I mean, a lot of us wouldn't be able to bring ourselves to do that sort of a job, but some people do because, well, they need a job. And they started out there, probably. So groping people is now liberty-minded? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that it is. I mean, I don't defend the the work personally, so, but I, let uh, me ask you this. Um, and I get where you're coming from, but let me ask you this. If you were going through and you had accidentally left something in your pocket that might get you in trouble, would you rather have TSA George groping you or one of the other, you know, hundreds of thousands of TSA agents out there? I don't know. George would probably do the whole check behind the belt buckle, uh, check my eyeglass case. I don't know. He'd probably find the knife, but he'd probably do a pretty good job at it. You think he's going to put you in prison he for it? to know where to look. He, he seemed fully trained. All right. Well, I can tell you that if I had some kind of substance uh, on me that you know, and uh, that, Are that you I would prefer. Are you taking substances to the airport? What's Honestly? that? Have You're I taking substances to the airport? Nope. Well, look. Do you th- has do you think anybody in, in the United States, the thousands of people that fly every day, do you think anybody's ever forgot something? Well, uh, yeah. I, okay, I'd man. Say that probably they've forgotten something. Look, you know, so everybody's got to have a job, and 
look, I understand that there are some jobs that uh, you know liberty-oriented people don't tend to like, but I don't necessarily believe that the people who are doing those jobs, who might be libertarians or whatever they are, are bad people simply for doing the jobs. No, I wouldn't say he's a bad person. I'm just surprised about his. They didn't check behind my belt buckle. Oh God! Well, I've got I've got news for you, uh, Josh. There are a number of people that are in positions that you know maybe you and I would find it uh, morally uh, reprehensible to uh, to take those jobs, but they you know they managed to do them and they continue to do them. Maybe because, as you said, Mark, they started uh, in that job before they found the ideas of liberty, and then they've come to the ideas of freedom, and they're still at that job, and they maybe have a tough time leaving because they rely on the income from it. Or or whatever their reasons are, I don't know what each individual story is. But I, I tend to agree with Mark's perspective that I'd rather have a liberty-minded person for a police officer or a TSA agent than uh, somebody who's not. And even if they're not, you know, 100% on board, remember, you, you know, you don't necessarily have to agree with 100% of the ideas of liberty in order to be a part of this movement and to help advance the cause of freedom. Uh, so, I have for a instance, quick question uh, on that point. Can yeah. I, uh, before I forget my question? Um, so if there was a, if, let's take this, I don't know this guy, but if he did find something that, a substance, a little bag of pot or something, would, would, I know you can't speak on George's behalf, but a liberty-minded person would let the guy slide through, I would think. I think that's what Mark was suggesting to you earlier. I don't know if you understood what uh, Mark was saying when he said that yeah, earlier. I don't know what would necessarily. I'm not going to propose what uh, somebody else would do. But if I was patting somebody down, um, you know, and I was in that position, I'm not looking to ruin somebody's life over a joint that they've got in their pocket. I'd be, you know, I'd toss that thing in the garbage so that, uh, you know, none of us are going to get in any trouble as quickly as I possibly could and send them on their way is what I would. I would just look He's the other way on that around. one. I wouldn't even take it from them. Is but, uh, still around? You should ask him if he should if he would do that same thing. You know, if he's, he were, we would have. Out. Really? Do you want to throw the guy's job? On? Is that what you're looking? Yeah, for? Yeah, I, I agree with you, Mark. I no, wouldn't uh, want to put him on the line like that. Josh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate hearing from you at eight five five four fifty free. You know, just to go, uh, he seemed a little hostile. Josh did. Well, and I understand. Like when you start out in the liberty movement, you get the you get the ideas and you're you're on fire for them, and it's easy, especially when you're not in New Hampshire. It's easy to look at it as an us-them situation. Those are the bad guys. We're the good guys. And it's, it is easy to look at that, especially when you live in a larger place. Uh, you know, I'm not necessarily Lincoln, Nebraska is that much larger, but uh, when, you, when you live in larger cities and the bureaucrats are more impersonal to you, it's easy to look at them as the bad guys. But if you live in a smaller place, like we, do, uh, you know, we live in Keene, New Hampshire, population 25,000 on a good day, uh, then it's easier to connect with the bureaucrats as human beings and come to understand that they're just not that different from you. It's just maybe they've come to accept a few things that we wouldn't agree also, with. Also, if you want an us-them situation, consider, and that the government is the bad organization, consider that, uh, what, 14% of the population works for the government on some level. Mm -hmm. Those people have wives children, brothers, sisters, and yeah. uh, you know, family members. Uh, there are people that work for contr contracting agencies that work for the government. And then there's just your average uh, you know, fo flag-waving uh, folks out there. And when you stack all those people, when you just stack up the people that are dependent on the government, you have more than 50% of the population. Really? You want to make it so that it's us against them when 
you're on the the the, the, the small side. side. Yeah. Well, not only it's that, not us but... against them. Everybody is a victim of the depredations of an inefficient and a tyrannical state. They're all us. They may work for some government mm, agency. Yeah. Their, you know, their job is not necessarily a pleasant one. But look, the clerk at the uh, at the convenience store asks you for your ID when you're buying certain things. And they're not even getting a check from the government. Right? How could you take a job like that? How could you? Well, because I need the, you know, I need a job. Yep. Eight five five four fifty three. It's just reality. You know, there's there's principle and there's theory and uh, philosophy, and then there's the reality that we all have to deal with every single day. And sometimes that means bending a few rules or more coming up. It's free talk live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. We're here live at the 2012 edition of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's great to be here, and things are just getting started. There's so much to do this week here. In fact, we've been so busy with guests on the microphone and taking your phone calls, we've barely even had a chance to scratch the surface on what's going on uh, throughout the week. And, you know, I'm just looking here at this extraordinarily detailed and useful uh, program guide. Uh, of course, we're here at the LRN.FM media room where there are a number of different uh, radio programs that will be produced here. I think a record amount of uh, radio hours will be produced here. It was a lot last year because Ernie was here, uh, Ernie Hancock from Declare Your Independence, but this year uh, Flaming Freedom is going to be here on Tuesday and Saturday nights, plus some other great shows from LRN.FM. In fact, one of the hosts of Flaming Freedom is with us here uh, tonight in the studio, and uh, Dale Everett, uh, welcome back on Free Talk Live, former Thanks. co-host of Free Talk Live. Yeah, glad to be here. Always nice to have Once you. Once again, I had people recognize me as soon as they heard my voice. Really? Yeah, some people recognized me from Free Talk Live, and this year they recognized me from Flaming Freedom. Did you have uh, some Flaming Freedom cards on hand that you could say, oh, well, I'm on <laughs> Flaming Freedom now, you should listen? Well, that, that's how he recognized me oh, he, he, from the show, but I'm actually really bad this year as far as bringing cards with me. I've got tons of them, and I forgot to bring them. Well, uh, on the good uh, the good side, I did get a full-page ad in the, the program guide, which does list your show, so you get a little bit of promotion out of that. Uh, but I, I'm sure that uh, you're going to have a good time doing your show here live on Tuesday and Saturday. Nights. Oh, yeah. We always have a great time when we do a live show. Did you do it last year? Live? Yes. You did. We okay. did last year. We also did Liberty Forum, and both of them were a huge hit. So tell me, uh, what, do you, you know, what are you excited about with uh, Porkfest this year? Well... I'm in charge of the Flaming Freedom Bigger Gayer Dance Party. That's the big thing. It obviously. was. It was the uh, first. First, it was Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party. Then, in year number two, which was last year, it was Buzz's Bigger Bigger Gay, gay Dance, Dance party. party. And now it's the Bigger, bigger Gayer Dance yeah. Party. That was a little bit scary <laughs> when she passed the baton to us because she wasn't going to be able to be here this year. And my sad. first thought was, I just want to make sure it still happens. Yeah. That was my. My primary concern, and then after that, my thought is, I want to not be in the red. I want to. I want to not money, get though, broke nice. on it. At least it, cover your costs, <laughs> right? right. It, I, I would be happy as long as I covered my costs, and it still happened because it just seemed like such an important and integral 
event to Porkfest. And it's coming up on Friday. Yes. So people who are listening tonight, maybe they aren't sure whether or not they can make it up uh, sooner rather than later. Even if it's later, as long as you're here by Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock is when it starts. You'll be able to attend. There's going to be a drag show. There will be drag shows at several points throughout the throughout the party there will be like intermittent drag shows i see yes. or actually i take it back because of what we were what you were telling me off the air if you just show up on friday without a ticket you may not be able to attend the bigger gayer dance party why that's exactly what i'm worried about i started off worried that we might not be in the black <laughs> i was worrying about whether we'd make sure we just didn't lose money on the party now i'm worried that we may sell out tickets <laughs> before we and actually wow. hit capacity even though we have a larger tent this year I, I called, got the official capacity, and we're going to be a fairly lenient with that because some mm-hmm. people will hang out outside, some people will come and go, but even being lenient with it, I think there's a decent chance we will sell out of tickets this year, and if you, mm-hmm. if you come here expecting to buy your ticket at the door, it might be too late. Yikes. So, so I just want to, if you're really excited about going to the party, I just want to tell the people, if you really want to make sure you go, don't wait until Friday. How does do one uh, get a ticket at uh, in advance. There's a couple different ways. The easy way is if, if you're willing to do it online, PayPal or Bitcoin, you can mm-hmm. go to flamingfreedom.com slash dance party. Go ahead and reserve your ticket there. That's the safest way. And then if you're here already or if you're coming pretty soon in the week, uh, we are selling tickets at the registration desk. So you can also get okay. your ticket at the registration desk, pay cash. Just give us a name. We'll put you on the guest list and you'll be set. All right. So this year's Bigger Gayer Dance Party is going to be Bigger and Gayer How? Well, we we do have drag shows this year, which we that haven't had before. That is awesome. Yes. <laughs> that, there has never been a drag show before at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And these are local New Hampshire drag queens who perform professionally in, in New Hampshire. And they're headed up by Super Gay Dre. That's our co-host, <laughs> our regular co-host, Andre. And he's also doing a show, which is not so much a drag show, but he's very talented in entertainment. He's demonstrated himself to be very talented oh, yeah. in entertainment. He's doing well, his own the, show. They did so the dance-off in uh, Manchester. He and our very own Derek J. Uh, they had a competition where Andre represented Manchester uh, and Derek J. represented Keene. And it was a very heated competition from what I saw. It was a very close, uh, close call, but Andre ended up pulling it off uh, the victory, which, of course, I submit was absolutely unfair in that... Uh, all of the judges, I believe, were from Manchester. <laughs> you saw, no, though, I, I, I was from Keene at the time. I was, oh, were you? Big, I, was, I was rooting for, I was honestly rooting for Derek because I, I kind of know him a little better, and I, I'd lived in Keene for a long time, and I felt close to Derek. But I, even I had to admit that Andre yeah. won that fair and square, and Derek as well admitted it. If you saw that, in fact, you will be eager to see what Andre does at the dance party. Oh, yeah. So this is a dance party. That, it is primarily to vote, devoted to great music mm-hmm. and uh, dancing. Right. But it's called we are, a dance party, but let's be yes. serious here, right? Like, it's full of heterosexuals. It I mean, is. It's going to be you 90, poor, you 95%. You 95% out, out, outgunned. <laughs> but this is their chance to be gay for a day. You can be totally. gay for a he day. He did a have fine a... job with it last year with his uh, <laughs> rainbow-colored pimp hat. Right. I mean, gay isn't happy, right? Really, really happy and dancing your butt off. So come be gay for a day. But Andre put on such a great show there. And if you saw, if you saw that, you're going to want to see him at the dance party. So we are going to have just short shows intermittently throughout the dance party. Oh, cool. Drag shows and Andre's show is going to be one of the first ones. How long is the event? So the event is three hours from 3 to 6 on Friday. And we're also having a great raffle. Lots of you, there are going to be lots of chances to win something in the raffle, and there are chances to win best like dance performance, best drag, and best and most outrageously gay costume. I believe is the other. 
So cool. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I know I had a blast You can win last silver. Year. Silver from Silver Circle Movie. I was getting silver uh, last year just for dancing. It no, was great. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, you might just get tipped if you dance yeah. well. So <laughs> I don't know if I was dancing well, but somebody liked it. Yeah, well, so. you look like Ichabod Crane all akimbo out there. <laughs> hey, whatever, man. You didn't do it. You didn't <laughs> right, dance. I didn't all do right, it. then. So, uh, so what else, man? What else is going on in the world of Flaming Freedom? <laughs> Well, we are twice a week now. As you said, we're going to be here Tuesday night and Saturday night, and we continue to broadcast out of Manchester every Tuesday night and Saturday night from 10 p.m. until midnight. It's the gayest show in the Liberty Movement. That's right. That's right. It's one of the only, uh, it's probably one of the only, you know, I guess nationally available LGBT programs, period, right? I mean, how many of those are there? I know that, I know Clear Channel has one of them that uh, they produce for their progressive talk stations. But. If you're looking for a generically gay show, I think there are probably a fair number of those. But as I far as so, a liberty-leaning show... In local show, markets, I think you, you would probably find them, like, in San Francisco, in New York City, in L.A. You probably would find local radio stations with LGBT content on them that are yeah. produced locally. But I mean, There's like, a Vermont show called That's So Gay, I think, out of Brattleboro, which is pretty friendly with us. But are they heard outside of Brattleboro? I don't believe so. That's what I'm saying. You like, how many shows are there in the LGBT universe, if you will, that are actually something you can listen to outside of just one marketplace on the radio? And what I'm finding interesting is that a lot of liberty-loving people really like our show, whether they're gay You guys have a good time. You have a good rapport. Yeah, we have a lot of straight fans of the show. Well, and and you and your co-host, Neil, have known each other for how many years now? Five. Five years. I mean, so you've got a good rapport going back and forth, and, uh, you know, you know how to poke fun at him, and uh, and that... Oh, and I do. Yeah. (laughs) In spades. (laughs) Yes. He makes it really easy, actually. Whether he's looking at... I should slip uh, him a dollar for some of the the openings he gives me to make fun of him. Right. Whether he's looking at jailbait (laughs) porn in the studio or whatever it is that uh, that he does. It's fun stuff. Oh, good. But what I really like about... what My goal with the show, primarily, if I had to list my number one reason for wanting to do a a liberty-leaning LGBT talk show, is I want to... I feel like a lot of people who describe as liberal, especially people in the LGBT communities, mm-hmm. are so close to being libertarian. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're a hair away. Sometimes it's an economics 101 lesson away from being libertarian. Sure. And I so I feel like they're you. a very receptive audience to the message, and we can get a lot more libertarians from the left. Uh, if we if we approach them correctly with the right type of communication. Yep, I think that's absolutely the case, and that's always been that's been my observation of the last uh, decade is that it's easier to bring liberal uh, liberals, people that consider themselves liberals, to the ideas of liberty than it is uh, conservative. That's been my experience. I don't know if that's yours, Mark. Well, conservative sort of a, by their nature. I, you know, speaking as somebody who's uh, I call myself ethnically conservative because I just tend to be you know that way. They're not people that are really about change. So changing some philosophy here and there can be much more difficult. The, the, some, of the, some of the people who would describe themselves as libertarian, they might use the word libertarian very, very liberally. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was an interesting juxtaposition of mm-hmm. phrases. But they might use the word a lot, but they seem to be very authoritarian-loving people. They love the, the police state. They mm-hmm. love military. They love the pro-war interfering in other people's business around the world. They defend all of that. And to me, that's the most anti-libertarian stuff out there. 
Absolutely. So they're in they're they love the word, but at their heart they seem very authoritarian. Alright, so looking forward to uh, Flaming Freedom I'm gonna be broadcasting live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival, the bigger gayer dance party coming up Friday. Get your tickets tonight. Lock in the tickets. It was flamingfreedom.com slash dance party. Dance party. That's where you want to do it. And uh, there's more coming up here. We still have an hour left of this edition of Free Talk Live. We're here all week long, live from the twenty twelve Porcupine Freedom Festival. Hour three is next. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. Control of the airwaves, toll-free number tonight for you, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can, of course, join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. And all the features on the site are uh, free for you. Unlike those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their sites. We give it away, and you'll find, I think, that we give away more than they probably charge you for. Go see for yourself and get interactive at freetalklive.com. Tonight, Mark, you are with me as always. Yeah, well, you know, I thought I'd show up. And uh, you're here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. You actually arrived a night early, and I have to say that it sounds like it was a really good choice. Do you think it was? What? Come here early? It's fine. I mean, everything was everything was great. You know, things worked out. Sure. Yeah, you guys got to do your show, but also there were a lot of people that were apparently oh, in yeah, attendance lots, here. Oh, yeah, lots of people. Uh, so uh, Jason Osborne, the organizer of the event, commented uh, kind of jokingly that eventually it'll probably end up being a two-week-long thing. Yeah, well, a lot of people want to come early. That's, <laughs> the Porcupine Freedom Festival is so exciting for some folks that they want to be here before everybody else. It's a lot of fun. And uh, you said probably hundreds of people are already here. At some point, we'll get one of the organizers on board, get the official numbers, see how it compares to last year. Sure. Uh, at this point, I believe it will probably outsell last year's. We're going to still talk to also uh, other interesting folks who are going to be in the studio with us, but of course we'll continue to take your calls as well at 855-450-FREE. We'll go to Frank, listening in New York. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark, live from Porkfest 2020. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. So, Frank, where are you, man? I thought you were going to make there. it up. It's great. Uh, I thought you were going to make it up. You coming up? Uh, still got plenty of time. Nah, you know what? I can't. I'm stuck here in the city. Too oh, much man. activism and, you know, social concerns to deal with. But, no, I wanted uh, I to see. ask a question. As I said, you know, it, I find it very interesting that, uh, you know, Porkfest is celebrating freedom, and it's something that many of us feel we've lost, you know, through the illegal legislation and treasonous acts of our Congress and, you know, our, our chief executive, uh, not only Obama, but Bush and Bush's father, and we can go all the way back beyond Ronald Reagan, but... That really is for the historians to deal with. What I wanted to ask is, you know, are you guys doing anything like a transmission meditation to sort of levitate, you know, the Pentagon in a good way from the pork fest, you know, to sort of uh, negate, you know, the military uh, crimes that this government is perpetuating in many theaters of action? And the second question... 
I'm sorry. The second question I have for you guys is. Well, wait, let's get to the first question. Whoa, 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 Frank. I'm sorry. Frank, let's let's do the first question first. Mark, okay. I don't think there's going to be a transcendental meditation circle or anything like that going on here. But how do you, you know, know that? There are different things happen on the, Sundays. All kinds of things happen. Don't uh, the Quakers have a meeting? The, the Christians? Quakers, there's uh, going to the be atheists? a Quaker meeting. There certainly is. Um, so why wouldn't New Age, you know, have a? I just don't. I have not heard of it happening okay. yet. You know I'm welcoming anyone suggested. to start it up, though. Suggested, suggested group meditation where you can channel for it. all the good energy from the good, freedom-loving pork fest folks to to you know negate the negative hostility and war that the Pentagon is perpetuating in many theaters of war, uh, including it looks like we're involved in Syria covertly and you know destabilizing Iran. Well, and I'm maybe, not involved in either of those things, but I get where you're coming from, Frank. But th- so anyhow, that that's something to think about. If I were up at Porkfest, I would want to do that. I would want to have sort of a big two-hour meditation to sort of free up the two hours of tyranny yeah. and constipation and let this country be free Man, again. I have the trouble with question, twenty minutes of meditation, let alone uh, two hours. But that's well, great. I think, I think it's a great idea, Frank. It. You know, something, maybe you should do it. This is one of those things where you should probably take the initiative and come up and start something like that, because as you might imagine, uh, we've got our plates full of yeah, work. The people with the passion do. usually do the best job. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I mean, for everybody that came to me with a great idea, if, they would, just, if they would just go ahead and do their own idea, that would be great. Good. I think that'd be fantastic. Now, so what was number two, Frank? Plate, are you guys having uh, a barbecue or sort of like a pork uh, fest with, you know, <laughs> barbecue and pork shoulder and ribs and things, or, you know. Well, this is a campground, and there are camping-style things that go on. There's a cook-off, I believe. I'm not sure which day it is, but there is usually a cook-off here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And at all times, there are people selling various different food products uh, here. Mandrick, who we've had on uh, before, the, one of the sponsors of this program, Mandrick's uh, George's Famous Baklava, uh, he's here, and he's cooking up gyros. He's cooking up burgers. Uh, they've got chicken fingers. They've got all kinds of food there. In fact, I've got a gyro uh, with me right now, and it is delicious. He makes a he makes a gyro with a, a bacon weave, and they call that a, a train wreck. So train is that wreck. enough pork for, for you? Good. Now that sounds really tasty. Makes me want to wish I were up there, but I'll be up there in spirit. I'll meditate. Good vibes up to pork fest. Thanks, and, Frank. Uh, Appreciate your I call said, tonight, man. We'll hmm? see what happens after 2012. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> if there is know, anything year, after 2012, you know, if pork fest will be around next year. We'll see what happens when the Mayan calendar runs out. But yeah, listen, there you go, good Frank. luck to you guys. Thanks for the call, have man. Freedom. Appreciate it. Celebrate freedom while we still have it. We Bye-bye. will do that, and I appreciate it. 855-450-FREE. It, it the really, Mayans didn't know anything about Porkfest, I'll you know, tell you. It feels uh, more free here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. They're, just when you've got people around you who, who actually care and get the ideas uh, of freedom, then it, it does feel more free here. And certainly we, we're still here under the, uh, you know, the state of New Hampshire and the federal government. These people are around. I mean, the, there are cops somewhere in Lancaster, New Hampshire. But last year, the cops uh, actually were prohibited from coming to this campground by the campground's owner. He specifically requested the police not come back because they did come out for whatever reason at some point. And he told them that, uh, you know, their services were not necessary Please go away. Do not come back to Rogers Campground during this week, during the Porcupine Freedom Festival. 
So I think that's uh, that's exciting. I love to have uh, you know the, you know when private property owners exerting their private property rights uh, over the, the you know the various different government agents that would dare to uh, to come upon it. It's really you know it, it's a strong position. Can you imagine? I mean, he's probably he, he owns this uh, very large business inside Lancaster. Um, New Hampshire, and he probably knows the law enforcement very well. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's, it's got to be a tough position saying, hey, you know, you're just not welcome here. And I think that the uh, the porcupines, as they're called, the porcupine is the uh, the mascot of the Free State Project. I think they can handle their own security. I mean, we've got hundreds of like-minded people here. If somebody is trouble, then uh, we've got enough big guys that can handle, you know, intervening in a situation like that. Whatever the situation might be, uh, we could probably handle it better than the cops. Yeah, I'm not even sure the big guys. I mean, big guys are nice because they... Um, if you want to remove someone from some property, it's nice to have some big guys. I, well, yeah, but I think that the, the very best thing about them is, is they don't actually have to be physical because they're big they usually can you know people aren't as fast to put their hands on them i see what you're saying so so uh, one of the things i wanted to point out is this year is a little different there's a lot that's different at pork fest this year it's bigger uh there's more stuff going on on a daily basis but there's also an ostracism campaign that is uh, is actively going on here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. They essentially have the equivalent of wanted posters uh, up. Uh, now, they have been posted around the, the the campgrounds. But when you go and register, there are pictures of a couple of people who have actually been prohibited. Three, Three people? I only saw two. But uh, prohibit people have been prohibited from coming here to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And you know, I think it's interesting that the, the fest has become so large that they are saying they well, got look, a banned list. Right, we don't want you here. I mean, we we don't need your business whoever you you know, you troublemaking types. Uh, and it's a public event, so anybody can go and sign up for the Porcupine Freedom Festival, but if you come here and you put somebody in danger, you know, maybe you're not uh, handling a weapon correctly or maybe you're threatening, you know, you're threatening somebody. I don't care if it's cuz you're drunk or whatever your reason is, whatever your excuse, at some point you're going to cross a line. At some point you, you're, if you uh, don't like submit to mediation, for instance, if you're not willing to, to make good, if you're not willing to make your victim whole, if you're not willing to go to mediation and talk about these issues, I think it's entirely the right thing to do for the Porcupine Freedom Festival owners, the operators, to say, look, we don't want you here. And if you come here, you're going to be asked to leave. And if you don't leave, then we're going to take the, you know, the steps necessary to ensure that you do leave. And hopefully that'll be enough to keep these individuals away from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Oh, one of them has uh, said that he's going to show up anyway. Really? Yep. Who's that? Well, I don't know his name. I mean, uh, so, you know, it's, I was reading the, oh, the poster, and he said, you know, he doesn't care. So this was said on the poster, the yes. wanted poster? It was a Very warning interesting. that he be there. So so this is kind of an interesting aspect of the Porcupine Freedom Festival this year. We're going to come back with more special guests here uh, in the studio, plus your calls about whatever's on your mind. We're live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2012, uh, and it's just getting started tonight. The first night, we're going to be doing them all, doing live shows all week long here from Porkfest. All the way through our Saturday shows, so all week long, six, I believe, six total shows, six, seven total shows from Porkfest. Uh, tonight is our second. More coming up. You can take control. 855-450-FREE. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. 
It's not easy for an unknown person to get noticed in this busy world. Hello, I'm Brad Ryder. I'm a songwriter and I have a couple of albums, one with a country sound and one that's Christian inspired. I'd like to invite you to visit my Facebook page, facebook.com slash downbearmusic. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. My name's Brad Ryder and my music is at facebook.com slash downbearmusic. And thanks for noticing. Tonight, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. If you like this program, then maybe you want to help out Free Talk Live. You know, the stuff on the site is free. Those other talk show hosts don't give you free websites. They charge you for it. But we give it all away. And if you want to, you can support the show. One of the ways you can do that is by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is that uh, you send in 3 bucks a month to Free Talk Live. We'll take that and invest it into the show, get on more radio stations. Uh, we've got over 100 AM and FM stations across the country that air this program uh, at various points throughout the week. We can get more than that, uh, but it does take money to make money. And, uh, and so, therefore, we are investing that money, your 3 bucks, the price of a cup of coffee, into advancing the ideas of liberty on national radio. So if that's valuable to you, well, you get perks, too. You also get access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only podcast, uh, the AMP-only forum. Go get all the details. Get signed up. AMP.freetalklive.com. Uh, you can, by the way, use any major credit card through PayPal. You can also uh, use uh, a MasterCard and Visa right on our website. So please go to AMP.freetalklive.com. makes a big uh, difference for us. The, you know, the equipment that we're using here on this remote broadcast is essentially AMP dollars uh, paid for that equipment. Indeed. It, so we could you know, physically get Free Talk Live out of the studio and, and take it on the road and, and meet new people. So once again, the amplifiers are the ones to thank for all the radio stations that we're on. They're the ones that make it possible. They do make it. Uh, they make it easier. Uh, that's for sure. I, I make it possible by making the phone calls. Uh, if I didn't make those calls, then it would not. You know, all the advertising in the world wouldn't wouldn't get 108 radio stations. You've got to you've got to make the calls in the same way that Mark. You know, sales don't it's come true. in without you picking up the phone. It's true. So, uh, but the amplifiers are integral into making the show the success that it is. Had it just been me making calls without the advertising, I don't think we'd be doing near as well. I would agree. Uh, so, amp.freetalklive.com is where you can go to help us out. Also, we're at the Porcupine Freedom. Festival and lots of people out here with uh, camping gear, and they got it. Many of them got it from uh, manventureoutpost.com. If they're smart, that's right. It's a great way to get the name brands at you know, big discounts. It's manventureoutpost.com. They've got uh, knives, ammunition. Everybody's looking for ammunition at the best rates right now. Scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment, everything that the outdoors enthusiast needs. They've got it at manventureoutpost.com. They're family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau. And you can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. They, they work on really small margins there at manventureoutpost.com because they're bringing you the best rates. And 5% off, it's a, it's a great deal at manventureoutpost.com. Use coupon code FTL. And uh, get that 5% off at manventureoutpost.com. We've got more special guests lined up here in the studio. First to the phones and the fun. We go to Mark listening in Benton Harbor, Michigan, to WSJM-FM. Hello, Mark. Mark, Hello? you are on the air. Yeah, uh, it's not Benton Harbor. It's 
know, some, I don't know where she got Benton Harbor, but... Okay, I apologize. Uh, where where are you? Uh, Papa. Okay, very good. So what's on your mind tonight? Yeah, I, I had two questions. Um, one is, um, is the... um. Because I'm never going to be able to get to Port Fest because my physical disability. I'm kind of where I'm at. Oh man! You know, so but um, is a Port Fest is like is that like kind of like the old Woodstock or something, a new age Woodstock or something? I would say that there's some similarities. It's not it's, it's not a music festival as much as it's a festival focused on people that are interested in um, you know the ideas of liberty and human freedom. Uh, you know, yeah, human there's rights, not a, things like that. There's not a music focus, but there is a, a musical lineup. Yeah, uh, sure. So there is going to be a night where there's just band after band after band uh, that's going to be playing. And sadly, most women have their tops on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depends well, on where you are, Mark. Some type of new. Um, New, um, well, freedom ideal, freedom expression. <laughs> yeah, so some but, similarities you know. uh, between this and Woodstock, some similarities between this and uh, Burning Man uh, as well, I would say. But it's it's a unique festival that just doesn't exist anywhere else. I mean, there are also liberty-oriented uh, gatherings like Libertopia out in California. And, of course, uh, sometimes, you know, there are conventions like uh, Liberty Forum. But nothing is quite like the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And this may be the most well-attended uh, liberty-oriented event uh, that it that is in existence around the world. I don't think. I mean, not even like you know a Libertarian Party convention can hold a candle to this. Man, I want to go so bad at this. I tell my wife because I'm looking for another state. I hate the state, and I said, "Hey, let's not go. Why don't we just go down there to New Hampshire?" And she said, "What?" And I go, "Yeah, then we can go to the Freedom Fest all the time." She goes, "Well, I would want to go to somewhere where it's freedom." I go, "What?" I forget. You wouldn't. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, you know, <laughs> she's like. She don't understand that that like um like when you have your rights and stuff and and she just don't understand all that stuff about well you know everybody has to start somewhere that. everybody has to start somewhere and maybe uh, maybe our next guest can actually help uh, help your your was it your wife you said yeah good luck with that Mark we'll try to give you some recommendations here in a short bit and thanks for the call I, I appreciate hearing thanks. from you 855-450-FREE that's the SACL CAI toll free line and we do have a special guest here in uh, on mic, uh, microphone number 3 tonight he is an author uh, Boston Tea Party is the uh, pseudonym uh, but uh, I don't know if you want to use your real name on the air so we'll just call you Boston uh, Tea Party that's fine yeah and uh, I've actually read it's uh, your a gnome books. de plume pseudonyms for like bank robbers and stuff Really? Gnome diplomas for authors. Okay. Yeah, after a bank robbery, I, I went to a gnome diploma there you go. with books. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've given up the pseudonym. You've been writing uh, liberty-oriented uh, material for a long time. I remember reading yep. uh, You and the Police and Bulletproof Privacy back right. in the 1990s when I was growing up. Right. 96 uh, and 97 they came out. Great yeah. books. And uh, those, aren't, those aren't the only books you've written. There's another no? one that you wrote back then that apparently you've just revised. That's right, Ian. Um, in 97, I wrote a book called Hologram of Liberty, the Constitution's Shocking Alliance with Big Government. Because uh, a lot of people, a lot of small government people, um, you know, upon a plain reading of the Constitution, they believe the Constitution is a small government document. And I certainly, certainly came from that. So standpoint. did I. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. So that's not true? It's not true at all. Um, if you look at who agitated for the Constitutional Convention back in 1787, who wrote the document in that three-month-long convention, and then who, you know, uh, pressed for its ratification through the Federalist Papers. These were all nationalist-type people. They wanted a nationalist, mercantilistic system and a strong central government. 
but they knew that half so the Madison, people. Madison, Jay, Hamilton. Absolutely. Hamilton in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Washington, you know, and, and, and they got themselves all lathered up over the Shays Rebellion, which was a creditor, you know, a revolt in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, so they knew the people of the day, at least half or you more mean the than rebellion, half. like the rebellion that they had just led. Yeah, there's some similarities that they didn't quite, you know, see. Yeah, very, I'm sure. Very ironic. But, uh, you know, now those guys, after the revolution, were in power. And so when there's a rebellion against their structure, they see that as threatening. Oh, yeah, they got to go kill those and people. And got very nervous about it. So they wanted a strong central government, but they knew they couldn't get it immediately. So the next best thing was to write the rules of the game, so to speak, in the Constitution, mm-hmm. where the strong central government would eventually occur over generations. And that's exactly why we have what we have. Wow. And, and you really believe it was that calculated? A- absolutely. There's no doubt. There's, there's internal papers. There's the uh, different drafts of the Constitution where they massaged it to move mm. the rules of the game, where the feds would trump over the states and the and people. And you go over all this in your Very book. thoroughly, yeah. Can you stick with us for a few? Uh, sure. Be, right. be happy to. More coming up here with Boston Tea Party. And uh, what's your website, by the way, uh, where folks can go? Uh, javelinpress.com. Javelin, like the thing you throw. Javelin J-A-V, Press. J-A-V, right. Dot com. There's more coming up here. Your thoughts are welcome as well. Free Talk Live. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keen. Keen is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keen. Keen is also the undisputed liberty media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, and more all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, free books, a forum, and activist tools you can download and use in your area at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. Take control of the airwaves if you dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts if you get to call in right now. Uh, and, of course, we'll have plenty of time throughout the entire week because we're here every single night broadcasting live from the 2012 Porcupine Freedom Festival. There's so much going on, it's impossible to cover it all. I'm just looking here at the, uh, the event schedule. And, Mark, you're here with your family. Uh, your wife and son and dog are here. It's a dog-friendly right. uh, park. Absolutely. Uh, there better be. There's plenty of them running around. Around here. And, uh, Is that course, your dog? <laughs> there's uh, the family zone uh, where tomorrow Wacky Tag uh, will be happening. Yep. Tag like you've never played. Crazy rules that gets crazier as you play. Uh, like a blast. Family mixer later on in the e- t- uh, tomorrow evening. So well, I'll that tell you, the good. families want to know who each other are. They want to yeah. be able to find uh, you know other kids to, other kids to play with. They want um, they want you know parents want to talk. My wife is constantly hitting moms up for you know childing I- uh, child rearing ideas, uh, you know food preparation ideas, those kind of things. I mean that's what she wants to talk about here at Porkfest. And there are lots of people that are very interested in uh, you know food freedom, education freedom. The school buses over here so it's a huge family event so there's a lot of family stuff going on but there's also some adult things happening we already talked with uh 
with Dale Everett about the upcoming Bigger Gear dance party. And so it's, it, there's something here for everybody, uh, at least if you love liberty. If you are a dyed-in-the-wool art statist, you're probably going to feel a little bit uncomfortable around this particular crowd. And uh, Boston Tea Party is with us here tonight. We'll get right back to, to his thoughts in moments. Yeah, when it comes to the potential uh, incidents while driving, whether it's uh, police abuse or some kind of accident or whatever, you want to have a witness on your side. And the most important witness that you can have is the GPS black box dash cam. You can get it at freedomcam.net, and it is a product that will allow you to have video inside the vehicle, outside the vehicle, front and back, audio recording, GPS, the direction you're going, the speed you're going, and you want that kind of information on your side whenever you're dealing with some kind of uh, traffic incident. I've got one in both of my vehicles, and I, you know, it's very important to me. And, Ian, you've got one for whenever you can get that car of yours on the road. Yeah, battery's dead the, now. The, the free ca- freedomcam.net. I haven't driven it in long enough. <laughs> but, you know, it's not bad, Mark. I live in Keene, New Hampshire, which is voted the most walkable place yeah, in New the bike Hampshire. Works fine. One of the most walkable places in the entire country. So, you know, it's all right to not have a car. And uh, so we're here with Boston Tea Party. We're at the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2012 edition. How many of these have you been to now, Boston? Um, first Pork Fest. Having what? a great time. Very really? first Pork Fest. I've, uh, I'm shocked. Spoken at two Liberty uh, forums okay, before. Okay, that's where I've seen you then. An 09 and aught 10, so to speak. Well. Uh, but usually <laughs> the Pork Fest overlaps uh, the Free State Wyoming's Jamboree, which is a similar outdoor event. But, but this those year are not, not. The, that is not the case this year, which means you can right. attend, in theory, both uh, exactly. events. Exactly. That seems to be the way to go. To yeah, I love it. Different yeah. times. Right. Now, Free State Wyoming, you mentioned it. Let's uh, talk about it. What's that mean? Uh, it's, it's a Western uh, alternative in some ways to Free State Project. Uh, you know, had FSP chosen Wyoming. Well, it was on the list. It was, was the number two It, it was, yeah, by, by a couple of hundred votes. It was very close. Mm-hmm. But, but had it gone the other way, where the FSP had chosen Wyoming, I am sure there would have been a Free State New Hampshire you know, Probably. just because people, you know, enough of them wanted to stay in the East. And it was the same for us out West. So um, I don't see us as competition, but complementing uh, because not everyone can come out East and, you know, vice versa. And they so, don't all want to. I mean, you know, the right. people like the West for whatever reason they like the West. Exactly. I'm not right. from the West. I don't understand it, but that's fine. <laughs> right. I don't need to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so how long has it been going on? When did you all uh, get S- that Since 04. 04. Yeah, all we've right. had a couple hundred movers. We've got uh, about 9,000 on the forum. We've got hundreds more pledged to come out to Wyoming. Um, it's not as energetic of an organization as far as uh, political activism and marketing and so forth. But, you know, it... it Hums along pretty nicely, and we like it just fine. Well, so. I'm glad to see that it's it's still going. I mean, oh, absolutely, it's, it's yeah. good to know. There have been a number of free state fill in the blanks that have kind sure. of fallen by the wayside over the years. Free right. state Europe is one of them, I believe. That okay. I, last time I checked their website, it hadn't been updated since 2006. Uh, there was the free state, uh, or the, there was this free southeast project, which right. hasn't Tennessee. done a damn thing uh, since right. there. I founding. saw something on their forums, but uh, you know, they're, they're certainly not as far. They along. have forums now. They, I, last uh, I looked, Facebook. they didn't even have a website. The Facebook. Yeah, well, the last I heard from them, they were going to have a website. Like, you know, when they first created their Facebook page, I said, well, when's the website coming? We're working on it. Well, apparently they're still <laughs> working to work on, on it. it. Yeah. It's a website. Right. If I want to put a website up, I, yeah. I, talk, I talk to my tech guy, Michael Hampton. I say, hey, man, I need to get a new WordPress uh, blog up. He right. has it up for me, you know, within 24 hours. You could have right. one with... Uh, I've got it configured within the next 24 hours. Plainboards.com. You could just go and... <laughs> you, could. You, you could buy the, uh, the, the the web domain, just go to plainboards.com sure. and forward it to the link. Look at you thinking like a webmaster now, Mark. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Can I tell you? 
Right. Uh, that's right. Plainboards.com can help you, too. So, you know, there's a bunch of people out there that have been talking, well, we need to do this in our state. And we get that a lot on Free Talk Live as well. Uh, how come we don't have Free State Ohio and Free State Arizona and Free State? Well, doesn't that defeat the purpose? I mean, mm-hmm. isn't Free State, uh, the Free State Project in New Hampshire and Free State Wyoming, isn't that enough? I mean, can, right. we, can we just keep it there so we can concentrate our activism in one place? Because that's the whole point of these projects right. is to move people who care about freedom to the same place so we can actually accomplish something rather than be this, you know, lone voice screaming in the wilderness about freedom as uh, you know the boot crushes our throats true yeah if we had a half a million active free staters we could support you know a dozen or more free state movements in other states but we don't but have we those don't. numbers yeah, yeah nothing like that yeah um so yeah. Right. I mean, of all the people that are active, like maybe right now with the Ron Paul campaign, right. only some of them are uh, going to continue to be active after Ron Paul, because a lot of them don't know what the hell else to do besides the Ron Paul campaign. They haven't heard of the Free State Project or Free State Wyoming. Right. Uh, but to, to even activate a, a, a small portion of those people and get them to move That's the hardest can thing. make a huge difference. That's the hardest. It's the final thing. You know, yeah. pick, pack up, move, change your life. New job, new business. It's a huge and all that. commitment. I mean, it to is make. a big commitment. It's the ultimate. You know, what else? What what, what more could someone do? But and in, with the the with the way the housing market's been over the last right. five or six years, it's a very difficult situation. Yeah. When the when the prices were just going up, 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 it's like, oh yeah, well I'll sell this one, I'll buy another one, it'll right. keep going up. But then you know it crashes, so you're invested, you're upside down, you don't want to leave. Yep. And then you buy one, and you're you're stuck, and you know it's just it's much more difficult. It's it's much more of a commitment. Right. That's true. So Free State Wyoming. Wyoming.org is where folks can go to learn more about the Free State Wyoming movement. And, of course, our friends uh, Michael Dean and Nima Vidati from the Freedom Fiends. Uh, Michael Dean is based out of Casper. He's an FSW, uh, valued member and a very interesting guy, and we, we loved having him out there. So is it at Free State Wyoming or FSW? Is that Free State Wyoming or Free State West? Free State Wyoming. Okay. From there, our forum has a a bounce link, and, you know, most of the action is on on the forum versus the website. Our website's pretty, pretty, pretty stale like a flyer, basically pointing towards the forum. So that's where the action is. Fantastic. Yeah. So anything else you want to share about your book? Well, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about the book. Yeah, um, sure. We were talking about how the, the Constitution was actually a document intended to grow do- um, grow government. The book is Precisely. called, by the way, Hologram of Liberty, and it's right. just been uh, updated this yes. year. Yes. So you made the statement. Back it up. You said that there's these uh, these other uh, the previous versions of the Constitution. Um, I wouldn't say previous version, but... Uh, Drafts. Oh, oh, within the within the uh, yeah, and that's that's it's hard to get into that over the radio because mm-hmm. you're looking at you know committee sure. of style, committee of detail, and all that. But we've got about just, a minute to get into it. By do the way. we? Okay. Um, well, let's fast forward as far as like the revision I did after the last 15 mm-hmm. years. Um, I predicted back in '97 there would be real Tenth Amendment friction and challenges between the states and the federal government. We're seeing, We're that. seeing that right now with the uh, uh, Firearm Freedoms Acts especially with Obamacare that the uh, Supreme Court is going to rule on at the end of the month and all that. So we're at a real crossroads coming up with can the states maintain any form of federalism and Republican government under the Constitution, or is the Supreme Court going to allow the federal government just to run totally and finally roughshod over this titular you know, limitation on the feds? And, you know, I'd bet on the latter. I, I would, too. Uh, I, I'm, I'm forecasting a 5-4 decision upholding the individual mandate in Obamacare and therefore... Uh, the rest of the the package. Well, I think Kennedy will swing deal. over. 
that way. Now, um, we recently read um, an article that said that what twenty five percent, twenty four percent of the uh, uh, people think that the, the the states don't have the right to secede. Is that something that was ever? T- I mean, n- did anyone ever talk about this? The exit clause to the Constitution. Well, the the Federalists that started the Constitution thought they could secede, and they almost tried to in, in eighteen fourteen. So, given that it's, it's some historical background, uh, yeah, I think there's historical background by the founders. Do you of think the Constitution. that uh, who's going to be first, Wyoming or New Hampshire? Uh, I think Wyoming or Montana has the edge in a secessionist uh, kind of I hope you do it, man. We'll follow six. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live, live from Port Fest 2020. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Franks, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. Toll-free number tonight, 855-450-FREE. We'll take your calls as always, although this week's editions of Free Talk Live will be different from the normal in that we'll actually have guests in our studio uh, talking with us. Pretty rare that we'll do that at our normal studios at uh, LRN.fm. It is rare. In Keene. Uh, but here we're in Lancaster, New Hampshire at Rogers Campground. Night has uh, fallen at this point. I, I mentioned campfires are starting up as we are here. The big bonfire is out. I noticed it's, ha- it's happening already. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so there's a lot of I'll people. I bet you there's people around it drinking beer. I bet you there are and maybe smoking things too. Uh, you never know. It is the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2012 edition. It's going to be going on all week. You can go to porkfest.com to learn more. That's P-O-R-C, as in porcupine, porkfest.com. We're going to be broadcasting live all week long. And, of course, we're going to go right to your phone calls, and we'll go to another special guest here in the uh, studio with us. Mike is listening to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hey, Mike, you are on the air. Hi, Ian. Hey, I, obviously, I was listening to it, you know, with the delay and stuff. I just heard a guy who called and was talking about the campus, uh, carrying on campus, and he said, Oh, well, I think that areas where you're not allowed to have guns, we ought to have armed security. Well, that's called a police state, I think. Yeah, you know, I don't think he was being serious about that. I don't know. I mean, he seemed, he seemed somewhat confused. He, yeah. said, he said that with the, uh, the caveat that that was if you couldn't get guns to be allowed on campus, that, well, you should have armed security around because if you're not going to let the kids carry weapons to defend themselves, then someone has to be there to defend them. That was what he was saying that's about that. That's what he was that. saying, yes. Yeah, maybe we can all just have a police officer issued to us. <laughs> you know, That'll be great. Keep us safe. You know, we got like a safe. little nanny. Yeah, they could just oh. follow us around, and we could have them in the back seat of our car when we're driving, and they'll keep us safe. I mean, nobody will mess with us. You know what I mean? I just think it's sure. funny how uh, and you know, they'll get bored, so they'll have to. Oh, you shouldn't eat that. Oh, you shouldn't smoke that. You shouldn't touch that. Uh, you make sure you wash your right. hands. You know, like they're gonna. You know, they're gonna have to have things to do. So. Well, that's probably gonna happen at some point, but it'll be less personal. There'll likely be some sort of over screen, sure. uh, some kind of uh, camera system in your home and in your car uh, that'll be placed placed there without your consent. But go ahead with your thoughts, Mike. Yeah. Oh, and um, I I always find it amazing that people call and they say, oh, well, we need to fix the system. The system's broke. Well, if you look at it as a point of view as these, these globalists or, or people that are for a police state like the politicians, 
the system is actually perfected for them. In their mind, well, I don't it. think that. I think they think that everything is perfect. I mean, it's exactly how they want it. I agree. It is a brilliant system from their perspective in that they get to indoctrinate the youth in this country from a very young age into believing in them, to believing in the system, to thinking that it's necessary and to thinking that it's good and just and that, uh, you know, it's something that we all is all, you know, that we all need. And so it's a very brilliant system in that uh, it gets people to believe that it's something other than what it actually is, which is a group of men and women that are forcing their way on other uh, innocent human beings. They think that it's something besides a criminal gang and criminal activity. And so they have this uh, this aura of legitimacy that protects them from this uh, from the same sort of retaliation that regular gang members might get if they, for instance, wanted to you know hold you up uh, in the streets. So uh, there's all that, and then of course all that indoctrination leads people to be very obedient and do whatever it is that they're told and pay all of the taxes and extortions that uh, are demanded of them. You're right. I think it's uh, it's it's working just fine from their perspective. And Mark, uh, last night on last night's show, I heard you advertise for that thing, the the camera that goes across the windshield. And I don't That's know right, if you the... said that you you used one or if you have one, but I looked at the website for that, and that thing looks pretty cool, man. How is it's the audio awesome. quality on that? Uh, you know, I, I I listened to it. It seemed fine when I uh, you know I tested it out. That kind of thing. It's I mean, going to pick up a conversation in your cab. You will likely pick up a conversation with somebody standing at your window, like a police officer, for instance. I wouldn't send it in as my audition tape for American Idol, though. Right, but it, you could you could hear a cop trying to jackboot. Yeah, I'm, I uh, want to oh, get yeah. yes. for my tractor. I have I have uh, uh, <laughs> contacts with police all the time. I mean, uh. You know, usually on the about, tractor. about once <laughs> every other week. When you say tractor, do you mean tractor trailer or like a tractor you're driving on the farm? No, I mean, uh, that's 18 wheeler. I'm the tanker okay. driver that called yesterday. Okay. Oh, okay. okay, all right, Great. very good. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining yeah. a guy on the farm with a with the uh, the freedom camp, and I didn't realize farm enforcement had become that uh, that heavy. But anyway, yeah, it's it's I would I would say it's worth uh, worth an investment. It's a great product. I've been I use it when I did when I had a car. I used it, and I still will intend to use it when I get another car. Awesome. That's all I have to say. I love your show. Thanks guys. for the call, Mike. Appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. As we continue here live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival, we've got another special guest here on the microphone. And, and you know, a lot of times at Porkfest we'll have people talk to us we've never talked to before. Sure. Sometimes we'll talk to people we've talked to previously. That's the best part because, previously. I mean, you know, the, a lot of, we've had a lot of the big names in the Liberty Movement on. Right. That wasn't the like... first time we talked to Boston Tea no, Party. sure wasn't. Uh, but this and is the first the time we've talked to Steve. Steve, welcome to Free Talk Live. Get close in on that mic and uh, good evening sir what's on your mind tonight all right well uh i just wanted to talk a little bit about how we in the movement uh kind of portray ourselves in the way that we're perceived by the general public um you know i think we we have a very strong tendency to get into the out there stuff first and lead with that uh, i've heard a lot of people start talking about you know the 9 11 tr- uh, 9-11 truther type stuff around which, here well in general in general. Okay, because I, I don't feel like that's I, very big in the Liberty Movement in New I don't, Hampshire. I don't think I've heard it since I've been to Porcupine Festival, okay. but especially on the Internet and everything else. And uh, when, I, when I talk about the Liberty Movement, I mean uh, all aspects of it, the Ron Paul Movement, mm-hmm. the uh, Free State Project, I guess Free State Wyoming, all that as well. Um, but more so than that, uh, we, that stuff bothers me too. Absolutely. Uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the tactics that people should use. Uh, I came from a slightly different background, uh, before I joined the Liberty movement. Uh, I joined a church, became a Christian after being an atheist for a long time, but that's interesting. Absolutely. And it, it's, is interesting, but a topic for another time. I see I'm, that. I'm not here to preach uh, Christianity to anybody and I don't mean to step on any toes. 
uh, anyway, one of the things that really affected me when I was talking to them is that they were, you know, we all have this perception of right-wing Christians as being very down your throat, I'm going to shout you out, you know, the guy standing on the street corner holding the sign telling us all the different ways we're going to burn in hell. Uh, they were extremely polite to me. They were very accepting of the fact. They knew that I was an atheist when I started talking to them. And they gave me my own space to yeah. come around, so to speak. I think that ties into something we were talking about earlier. There was a fairly hostile uh, caller on the line talking about TSA George. And, you know, how could you be a liberty lover and work, for, uh, work in that job? And that uh, that being welcoming and, and warm and accepting and understanding Absolutely. towards people goes a long way. I give as an example uh, Brad Jardis, who's uh, sitting in the, the back of the studio here tonight. Uh, he you know, has told me, and I, I agree with this, that when he was first coming around the liberty movement, there were a group of people that were pretty, pretty standoffish towards it. Whoa, he's a cop. Yep. You know, so we can't be nice to him. Uh, and Mark, you and I were friendly with Brad, and that's there right, were others. The cop that's going to arrest you is going to announce that he's a cop. There were others. I don't think that was necessarily paranoid. I think it was just more of like he's a cop. He's one of the bad guys. That right. kind of sure. mentality. And uh, we were. In order to be a good guy, there have to be bad guys, right? We so. were friendly uh, with Brad, and uh, as were other people. But if he hadn't had that warm, welcoming reception from some people in the movement then he would have been completely turned off to it and we wouldn't have the you know the, the asset to the movement that he's become i mean he's really uh, just a great uh, activist all around so i think that's exactly what you're talking about right uh that that is exactly what i'm getting into and kind of that that warm welcome it, it comes with an emotional tie in right and uh this is a little bit of christianity but i think it goes through every religion or any movement when you're when you're trying to speak from the other side of the fence where people don't really understand you uh, is that the idea of loving your neighbor, loving your enemy, is key because it gives you the power to stay calm mm-hmm. when you otherwise wouldn't. Because I know I've gotten in a lot of conversations and you know somebody starts to shout at me or swear at me or anything like that, and it's it's everybody's tendency to respond and like. So you know a little bit sure. of uh, compassion towards those that you're talking to and the seeing them for their potential. Not necessarily for who they are. You know, they might be a Mitt Romney supporter or Barack Obama supporter. That doesn't mean that they can't be a Paul supporter one day or Gary Johnson or, you know, maybe a maybe volunteer. And it's tricky, though, sometimes like the other day when people were raiding my uh, tenant's house and I was there for that. It was hard for me to find, uh, you know, I I didn't even think about love in that moment. I wasn't shouting or yelling at them. I was basically telling them that I didn't appreciate what they were doing. So I think my my demeanor is probably different than it might have been five years previous. Absolutely. Uh, But it's always something you have to keep your mind on and be aware of what you're thinking so you can stop yourself and shift to a different perspective, a more loving perspective. Uh, base perspective. Yeah. You just can't hate somebody in to your point of view. Exactly. No and there goes exactly. with any point of view that you've got. You you can't yell them into it. You can't hate them into it. You can't yep. browbeat them into it. You can't uh, you know you can't you're dumb them into it. Exactly. None of that stuff works. Yeah. And uh, Stefan Molyneux actually had a, a line from one of his talks about how to win a political argument, where he said the first person to pull out a gun in a, in an argument loses. Mm. The first time people notice that it's there. So you know, just always keep in mind how you're being perceived by the others who might not even be involved in the argument. Good suggestion, Steve. I really appreciate you coming on uh, the show here tonight. We're wrapping up this episode live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2012 edition. Go to porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. We will return tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime, of course, over at freetalklive.com. Thanks for coming, everybody. Hey, this is Mandrake. And this is Jay. And we're getting ready for Porkfest 2012. Porkfest is the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival. 
It's happening June 18th to the 24th at Rogers Campground in Lancaster, New Hampshire. And this year's Pork Fest will be the best yet. Why is that, Mantric? Because of all the great speakers that'll be there? Or maybe the family fun events? Perhaps you're excited about Flaming Freedom's Big Gay Dance Party? Actually, I had no idea any of that goes on. You had no idea because you and I spent all our time running the George's Famous Baklava Food Stand. And that's why I'm so excited. Every year we get to meet so many great people who stop by for food and jokes, some of which are a little dirty. Yeah, about the dirty jokes, we should try not to offend so many people this year. It was one person, and I thought her wooden leg was for the pirate party. Oh, and don't forget all those times you walked away for five minutes only to return two hours later. I kept getting mauled by all my fans. You fell asleep on a picnic table! Oh, right. Hey, you want to wrap this up? Go to porkfest.com and register today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com.